Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of uh, Just Talking. And I have two special guests with me. Let me bring them in real no quick. Offense, but it sounds like some fucking commie gobbledygook. <laughs> Yo. Yo. What's up, Austin? Uh, dude, not much, man. That was some of the poorest audio quality music I've ever heard with I mean, terrible it's... mix. <laughs> it was from an indie band that yeah, don't okay. anymore. Yeah, I could definitely tell the freaking the I liked the idea of the song and the, it was actually good. Like it was all good, but dude, the mix, the audio mix was awful, absolutely atrocious. Well, let let's get uh let's <laughs> yeah. get our other guest in here real quick and get his thoughts on it. Oh, <laughs> I love it. I love your intro. <laughs> All right. So I have several things to say about that music video song. All of it. One. First off, did anyone tell you that sounds like you? Who? You. <laughs> it does. Yeah. Like the whole time, I was like, "Did he do this?" <laughs> Man, I wish I could sing that well. <laughs> It just he, his voice and tone sounds just like you. And then also, I uh, to back up Austin here. Um, yeah, that that was awful quality. There's random moments where the music just died down and it came back. Right? And I was like, What's happening right now? But you know, yeah, you're not bad. Like I could have gotten behind them. Uh, had the quality been a lot better. I see. I'm in the same boat, man. I'm in the same boat. It's good for uh, a fan song, especially though, especially for hey. one years ago i think the song came out in like 2007 so just oh, after wow. he dropped. oh okay that see that explains yeah. a lot more and i'm definitely yeah, more forgiving yeah exactly I, I, mean, I can go say that i definitely like it a lot more knowing the time period it was done in yeah because if that was even like 2012 uh i would have i would definitely be like no that should have better audio quality and it's it's not even that the audio quality is bad. It was the mix was bad. The vocals were too overpowering until about the second half of the song. Then it was balanced better. But then all of the songs seemed to diminish in volume. Like It was so weird. Like, whoever was listening to it when they were mixing it was just like, oh, man, this is really loud. <laughs> yeah. yeah. The song that just turned the whole master down. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was really weird. Uh but I liked the lyrics. I liked the whole idea of it. Like it was definitely a good Halo song. Like I'm yeah. a fan of Halo. It was good. And speaking See, I'm of not Halo, a big fan of the games, but the the, the books are amazing. So, yeah, I, I like some of the older books a lot. Uh, especially like the um gosh, James, you know you know who it is. The he wrote Darth Bane for Star Wars. Drew Caperson, yeah, I love the books that he wrote. Ghost of Onyx, yeah. and uh, gosh, Thursday whichever. Oh, he, did, he didn't do Thursday War. I think he did Glass. Uh, yeah, he, Drew Caperson. Onyx, he did a few. Onyx and Glass are part of the same trilogy of books. Right. Yeah. Exactly. I think. Yeah, I think he wrote that whole trilogy, and that might be the best Halo books uh, that there are. Although I will say the. Um, uh contact harvest is that our operation oh. harvest that was also really good and that was written by the lead writer of halo oh um, protocol was a good one too though 
Yeah, that one wasn't bad. Yeah. Uh, and then with Halo 4, whenever it was getting released, they made the Forerunner trilogy of books, and I liked the first one a lot. Uh, I yeah, can't remember what it's called. It was good. Was it Prometheus? Okay. Yeah, the, the one where it's, uh, where it's about the origin story for the Didact. Yeah. Yeah, those, I liked those. Those were really well written. Yeah, and honestly, the latest Halo trilogy from 343 falls into the same issue that a lot of other mainstream franchises uh, fall into now, where instead of getting all the information from the game as you go on, you have to read supplement material to mm-hmm. get the whole story. Mm-hmm. Yeah, which I've see. I kind of liked the the first series because the books were just add-ons if you wanted to know more about the world. Where the games told you what you need to know about the characters and all that stuff. Mm-hmm. Exactly. But speaking yeah. of Halo, we got a we got a special video here. Do it. Uh, let me pull it up here. And share audio. And there. I mean, honestly, I could probably talk about the Halo books for an hour and a half. But yeah, I'm excited. To, I'm excited to see this. I really oh, want this, to see what's happening here. This should be real, real good. So, so, oh, okay. Before we start the video, I want to say I went ahead and I didn't watch this video, but I went ahead and read the comments i read probably the first 50 or 60 comments of this video and wow it is sad it is really sad (laughs) the stuff that i read uh i'm not going to really go into detail i have to pull them back up but i just remember being really disappointed with the people that were commenting on this video i actually wait it wasn't even the first day i've literally read every comment now i think about there's only like 52 comments on this video and i read all of them (laughs) and i was except for one dude who made like three comments everybody else was basically just like this is the best thing i've ever heard wow i never realized this yeah you're absolutely right this is why i never liked halo and so on and so on so just a yeah just a little preamble there uh, that the this guy's audience um is definitely uh one-minded i think it'd be the good way to put it <laughs> all right well let's see what the video is about eh? all right let's get into it yeah Do you ever wonder why we're here? Pause. Yes. (laughs) Yes, I do wonder why we're here, and there's there's a lot that we could go into for that. But uh, it's a the actual world here. Are we looking at what we're going based on Halo? (laughs) I mean, it's an existential question, isn't it? Like, it's very philosophical. Like, why are we here? What What's the reason for it? Yeah, I've never thought about it though, honestly. Uh, I yeah, I definitely have. I think. Being, I think I'm the most religious person out of the the three of us. I think I'm the most religious, and so I've I've definitely thought a lot uh, philosophically um, and uh, theologically about what the purpose of of existence really is. So this is that is a very deep question. But as this goes on, you'll see that it has nothing to do with this. That's all. I think it was just a callback to Red versus Blue. Yeah, that's what I felt like it was. Yeah, but it has no purpose in this video <laughs> as a callback. Because, like, yes, you're probably you're both right. It is definitely a callback to Red vs. Blue, but it has nothing to do with what we're about to get into. Oh, no. Okay. Let's see. <laughs> Physically. Politically. Me either. 
sounds like a bunch of smart brain nerd <laughs> stuff. I busy my mind instead with what nature intended. Basic pattern recognition. Which causes me to wonder about some things. Like, for instance, the Halo logo. Does it imitate the Islamic star and crescent on purpose? Or is it simply a coincidence? Sure. Okay, okay. Um, what? <laughs> yeah, that was a weird question. I've never thought about that at all. <laughs> it, it looks like a halo ring? Yeah. Like, yeah. He had me for a second. Like, I was like, yeah, you know what? He is right. All that like, existential crisis thing is for the big brain people, you know, political, whatever. Don't deal with that. You know, but then, like... Is this an Islamic star? No, what? <laughs> yeah, well, I mean, in, instead of thinking about those kind of things, let's just focus on basic pattern recognition, which uh, maybe I misheard. Which maybe I misheard him, but he was saying like that. That's like, I thought he came kind of said that in a way of like it's you know it's more more practical and more applicable to just think about pattern recognition. And it's like okay, yeah, I guess. I mean, it's easier to think about pattern recognition because. It is in the human, um, it's, uh, I forget what the word is, but like there's this thing where it's like humans find faces and all sorts of, that's why you can look at clouds and then identify. Because it's the only way I can cope and make sense of the reality we're in. Mm -hmm. Right. Like how you can look at clouds and see a rabbit, even though it's just a cloud. It's like, yeah, it's very basic human nature. I don't know if that's what he was getting at, because, like, I actually, the reason I was like, I agree with him is because that's my thought process, too. And, like, I don't care about the political endeavors and all that other nonsense going on, because it's for the people that want to do that. Because in reality, all our world is just us existing, so why not just, like, if you're looking at patterns and stuff like that, I find that way more enjoyable than what some random human being on a podium said about some other random human being on a podium. Like, that's, yeah. that's boring. I all, feel you. Know? Yeah, it's a, I understand that logic. Uh, I'm going to spoil you a little bit about the politics thing that he mentioned. Yeah, no, he throws that out the window immediately. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. I mean, he kind of did, didn't he? As soon as he's like, doesn't the Halo ring symbol look like the Islamic star? Yeah. <laughs> it's like, wait, I thought we I thought we weren't talking about politics. And all of a sudden you're like, here's this major religious symbol. Doesn't it look like the symbol of this video game? Like, uh, uh, look at patterns there. I think that looks like a halo because that's what they built theirs out of. Now, granted, he could be pointing out the fact that maybe when they did their pattern, they were like the Islamic star. I highly doubt that's what they did. That just seems. Yeah, no, I, no, I really don't think so. But like, if you're gonna do basic pattern recognition, and then you see the halo ring symbol, and the first thing you think of is the Islamic star, I think that says more about you. <laughs> <laughs> of the game. <laughs> like I think, especially since as it as he put the Islamic star on screen, he had to to uh, reverse it. Like he had to make it rotate backwards, <laughs> like when it's facing the opposite direction of what it normally is. To be like, look how similar. If you Look, mirror the image, let me, let me change what their star symbol and, and the pattern that they actually chose for a reason. Yeah, exactly. Like if I just manipulate the symbol, it looks like this symbol. And like, yeah, I mean, if I if I manipulate the a, a symbol, you know, like here's a hot sauce packet, you know, and like, yeah, and I could turn it sideways and be like, look, it looks like a flag. Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah <laughs> totally. If you change the direction and orientation it looks different you're right 
Yeah, dude. Yeah, this is the furthest I've been in the video, by the way. I how haven't, you, I haven't you, seen past that. Yeah, let's see this. Clearly, the Halo logo is intended to refer to the titular Halo Ring, a ring world that doubles as a galaxy-destroying superweapon. If that's the case, why is it missing a section? And what is the dot in the supposed <laughs> to be? Pause, pause, pause. Why is it missing a section? Uh, we blow it up. <laughs> we, we, blow, we blow up the ring. Are you talking about the symbol on Halo, how they O is missing a section? Yeah, yeah. Okay. we blow it up. Yeah. <laughs> okay, and then actually, yeah. Hold on. Yeah, after you. So, also, the symbol in the middle of it is supposed to be the arc. You know, the thing that once is fired into the middle of every Halo ring, it eradicates all living life in the galaxy. Oh, you mean you mean the the thing we see at the end of the first game where no, it's not the first game, it's second game. The thing we see at the end of the second game where the beam starts gathering in the center to start to shoot out to kill everything. That thing, that's the dot in the middle. You know, the dot we see in the game in the middle of the ring. That thing. Yeah, that's that it. thing. Oh, <laughs> wow! What a shocker. Uh, okay, so another thing because I. As a huge Halo fan, I've actually looked into a lot of the development cycle and process. And originally, Halo 1 was set on a Halo ring that was already destroyed. So it was already missing a chunk out of it. And the developers jokingly refer to it as the railroad tracks. Because if they they show... You can actually look this up in um, some behind-the-scenes footage. Um they show it off in the early build where when you look at the skybox, you see the halo and then you eventually get to the destroyed section that looks like there's just a couple railroad tracks connecting the halo back together. And so that's what, you know, when you're talking about development cycle, the, the symbol was finished before the game was probably finished. So they were referring back to the halo design originally where part of the ring was already destroyed. So, okay. Yeah. So, yeah. so what you're saying is it's not supposed to represent the Islamic star. <laughs> I hey, you know, it might it might actually. It just the, might. <laughs> <laughs> they might have been sitting down to make this game and they're like, how can we reflect the imagery of Islam in our game in nineteen ninety eight? That was a hot button topic in ninety eight was Islam. <laughs> Uh, All right. Let's let's keep going. <laughs> hey, for my sake, can you back it up like three seconds? Okay. Sorry, like three because I I started talking before I heard the beginning of this sentence. Dot in the middle supposed to be. There can be no doubt whatsoever that the Halo games borrow heavily from religion. The games are literally called Halo. A reference to artwork where golden rings can be seen on top of people's heads. To no. 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 <laughs> no. I thought some religious thought process or aspects, not even thought process. Aspects of the game that may have blood, but I doubt that's where there's a thought process there. It was like, let's make it religious. Like, because I get the idea that, you know, the Prometheans and the creators were like this mm -hmm. deep, mm -hmm. like, beings to everyone else, except for the yeah. humans. And so, like, yeah, maybe they created it 
out of like religious purposes as characters. And who knows, maybe that's what the three uh, the creators of Halo wanted, but I doubt they went that deep into it. The you... the reason it's called Halo does somewhat mirror Christianity. However, it's because that is what the prophets in the covenant called them. Uh, actually, I, I'm going to have to correct you on that, right? Because, oh, like I said, I know I know a lot about the design and everything because I've I've watched hours and hours and hours of behind the scenes and interviews okay. and stuff like that. Okay. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. So now that I've established that, I'll never bring it up again. I'll just tell you what I know. All right. So it's called Halo because the ring world looks like a halo, but it's it's a ring world. And so the guys that were hired to come up with names for the, um, uh, what do you call it, advertisement, the advertising campaign, were like, hey, we have to think of a name for this. And they were going to call it Covenant. And then the Bungie team came back and said, no, we don't like that idea. We feel like that's a little too on the nose. And they're like, well, what about Halo? You know, because like the ring world looks like a, a Halo. And they were like, ooh, that seems a little too religious because we don't like the idea of having religious connotations in our game. But Halo is catchy. So they stuck yeah. with it. So they literally acknowledged that does seem a little religious, but we'd rather... But we do like the name. But there was never... It was never Halo because of the iconography of what Halos look like in ancient art. Now, he did say one thing right, which is there is a lot of religious stuff when it comes to the Covenant. Because their whole thing is a religious um, hierarchy. What what would that be? Uh, um, Whenever you're... We've talked about this before. Crap. Whenever your whole government is based on... It's a... Oh, a theocracy? No, it's not theocracy. That's that's close, but no, it's it's called something else. Like it's not San Sanhedrin either. Uh, it's something else, but it's basically what it means. Where where your government is run by religious uh, leaders, um, and so that's how the covenant is ran. Uh, so he's right about that. That there is a lot of religious stuff when it comes to the covenant, but the name Halo itself has nothing to do with religion. It has to do with the fact that. The ring world is a circle, which could be called a halo. And I, I, I feel like I feel like he's starting from the end and reverse engineering it to mean a new meaning when it really was the other way around. If that makes sense, like he's trying to make it mean something that it didn't mean, but it could also mean. Yeah. If you're gonna create a video like this, what do you think you would do some research? It's not. It shouldn't just all be speculation. If you're gonna theorize, you should do some deep uh, dive into your well, theory and make, I, so make Yeah, yeah. But you know, the first thing he basically said was like, "Let's ignore everything and just do pattern recognition." So he's essentially saying, "I'm not gonna look into this at all. I'm just gonna tell you what I see on a surface level." Uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. He is just saying, I'm just looking at it without any actual knowledge. Yeah, th- no, no journalism here. <laughs> this is just, just pattern recognition. Halo? Hey, that's Christian. <laughs> I just think if you're gonna make a vlog of anything and like actually start doing theories, you know, just a little journalism would be necessary. Yeah, well, you know, you think. Like, don't get me wrong. I, I know, like, uh, when we do stuff, we're not always like we don't deep dive into everything we read. We we read enough of about it to be like, that's interesting. What do you think? Not we just come up with a topic and then immediately start talking about a topic that neither of us have looked anything into. 
Uh, well, a big difference here is that when we talk about stuff, we just give commentary from our perspective. Where this is like, this is like a video trying to convince you to think how I think. Yeah, yeah, you're right. All That's right. a very well, big difference. <laughs> yeah, let's keep going. Let's keep going. <laughs> to represent a divine in nature or a saintly status. Further, the games are set amidst a war between a coalition of aliens united by religion and humans who seem to be largely secular. Just like the first two editions, it's a science fiction story based around a shoot 'em up video game. You're basically like a super soldier. This is a weird angle that they chose to film that guy at. Yeah. <laughs> <Between two> monitors. <laughs> it's like, yeah. yeah. Also, they called Halo a shoot 'em up. <laughs> wait, 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 did the, the you're saying Fox News called Halo a shoot 'em up? Yeah. Yep. Oh my god, I have always laughed at anybody that called shooter games shoot 'em ups, like FPSs, and they're like, "Oh, I really like shoot 'em ups." <laughs> like, what? <laughs> do you do you play video games? <laughs> No, <laughs> Clearly no. not. Clearly, Fox does not play video games. Uh, one one quick thing, though, I do want to say is, hey, maybe he did do some research because here he is showing an old Fox of all things, which I I've never seen this video to be honest because I never yeah. thought to look up Fox footage for Halo behind the scenes. If he did, if he did any type of journalism, like what was he journalism? What was he looking up here? What was the purpose of this? Could could this be a biased narrative he's trying to create? Is there is there a is there a political reason that he could potentially be using Fox News footage? Is he right wing? Let's see. <laughs> is this intentional? But you should back it up like three seconds because I would like to hear what Fox News is saying about this guy or five. You know, whatever, whatever's easier. <laughs> oh my god. First two editions. It's a science fiction story based around a shoot 'em up video game. Basically like a super soldier and you kill aliens, but I like playing the multiplayer where you just play other people and just try and kill each other. The religion of Wait, pause, pause. Pause. What the crap did that have to do with his point? That's what I was asking. Because <laughs> I thought there was, because like he said something about the fact that it's like the UNSC are secular and the Covenant are religious and it's about their conflict. Then he played a video clip that didn't answer, like that didn't add to the argument for either side. It didn't say anything. Add a question. The question is, why did you put me here? <laughs> yeah. God, I wish I had the Dan Aykroyd clip of uh, the skull vodka that he made. Oh, uh, yeah, yeah. Now, the question is, why did we do this? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, dude, you gotta get that clip. We, You gotta get that clip. We're gonna need that in the future, for sure. <laughs> but, like, for real, like, okay, so he presented an argument, right? I'm, am I crazy? You guys heard it too, right? He presented yeah. an argument that the covenant of religious and the UNSC are secular, then showed a clip about a dude say about Fox News saying it's a shoot 'em up style game, and then a dude saying, I really like it. I prefer the multiplayer. That was it. That was that video. <laughs> okay, yeah, cool. That was it. <laughs> and like that, you've lost me.
<laughs> yeah, exactly. Okay. All right. Okay. <laughs> Let's hold on. Let me back it up a second or two. Okay. <laughs> is central to their motivations, and so is a pivotal element of the Halo games. This religion is treated as a mystery at first, but over time, the games and their tie-in media revealed more. That the religion of the Covenant is based initially on misinterpretations and eventually on intentional misrepresentations. They worship an ancient and extinct alien race that littered the galaxy with monuments and devices. One of the most revered of these devices is the Halo Array. Pause. I don't wish before this speech starts. That was correct. Yeah. That that was right. That was correct. I just wanted because we've already you know, we're only a few seconds into this video and we've already disputed a lot of the stuff he said. I just want to go ahead and acknowledge that he got the covenant right in a a broad general sense. I mean I feel like he probably did because that was the only thing that fit his narrative is that they're a religious cult. <laughs> that's a good point. That's a good point. Maybe that's the only reason he got it right. But yeah, that's all. That's all I wanted to say. He he got that right. Then it's a it starts off as like a mysterious religion, and then it turns out that it's like they're worshiping these ancient things. And then we learn that the leaders of it realize that it's a false religion, but they're using the fanaticism in order to keep control over uh, the alien species. To uh, I mean, uh, is, is he going to bring into the fact that that is a parallel to the Catholic religion during like the uh, Crusade era? <laughs> is that what? Is this where it's going to go? Is it a parallel to the Crusades? That's interesting. I hadn't thought about that. I don't. I, mean, that, I don't know. See, that's the only thing that I can think that he would possibly go with this, but I want to see where he goes with it. So, so you wait, but before we go on, so like, what? It's. I like that thought process, though. That the like Covenant are parallel to the the Catholic Church during the Crusades. That, yeah, I mean, the Catholic Church went and their whole goal was to reclaim the Holy Land and do mm-hmm. and make sure we get rid of all the uh, heretics and actually same word yeah heretics and all yeah. the uh, I forget there's another word that they use as well non-believers and, right yeah, heretics yeah. non-believers yeah and remove them from the Holy Land and recapture it for the Church. So yeah, what? Crap. So what you're saying is. Exactly. Exactly. She's the heresy, which is all they talk about in the freaking Halo. All the company is just like everything's heresy, and like they even have what the the arbiter he becomes a heretic at one point. Right, because he lost control of a religious artifact. Yeah. 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 That's good, man. Oh man, you might be onto something there. I wonder if he's thinking the same thing. Because if he is, then I I might be uh, inclined to agree with him that it is a parallel. Uh, story about a uh, a religious fanatical group wiping out people for the sake of of their religion and like that that makes perfect sense you know like just the fact that they're a different religion and the fact that they you know they they or that they're non-religious right and then it's like hey well these holy lands you know like the halos belong to the church and so does the ark and anything forerunner, because like he said, they they worship the forerunner. I don't know. Did he mention the Prometheus? He definitely uh, mentioned the he, forerunner. He yeah. hasn't pr- mentioned the Prometheus yet. Okay, but still, the forerunner on a basic level of Halo knowledge, the forerunner is all you know. 
until you start reading all the books, that's when you start learning about the Prometheus. Because I don't even think the Prometheus are mentioned in the games. Uh, the only time they're mentioned is in Halo 5, and not a lot yeah. of people played through that. Oh, that doesn't count, yeah. Only, <laughs> only, only one through Reach count. Uh, the rest of them don't count. <laughs> okay, yes, sir. <laughs> All right, so, so let's see what I really, yeah, I really like that theory a lot. To bore anyone with an extensive detailing of the dense and convoluted greater Halo narrative. Though know that these revered ancient aliens are known as the Forerunners and they created this halo array to cleanse the galaxy of a parasitic life form known as the Flood. Once the Flood was defeated, they seeded the galaxy with life from a massive space habitat called the Ark. The Flood? The Ark? Like the Old Testament story of Noah? Yep. Yeah. No, Sons okay, no. not one. No! Okay. 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 I agree I, with I, him I, on this, yeah, what do you got? I see the idea of the Flood being like, ah, the Flood, like, whatever, and the Ark... But at the same time, they, uh, the, at least book wise, they actually did just start seeding in order to make everyone, uh, more advanced. And, but they they weren't going to do it manually. They were just going to watch them grow and kind of help them along the way. And then the flood became a threat. So they were like, oh, we need to do something about that. Like, they didn't go out of the way to build the ark in order to primarily save lives as much as they were just like, we collect these species all across because they've been doing it for a millennium upon millennium. Uh, millennia, and like just yeah. doing that throughout the whole course of the galaxy's history, and they they had the universe uh, galaxy wiped out multiple times, and they're like, we'll just try again. Hopefully, this parasite we can get rid of it. And like, so the arc wasn't just intentional for the uh-huh. flood itself; it was just a thing that they were doing. They were sci- They were essentially mad scientists. I, I, I think you're right. I don't remember if they built the Ark first or not. I know they built the Halos after the Flood, but you might be right yes, that they actually they built, built the Ark before. The flood, but the Ark was well well before because they were literally just seeding planets. They were mad scientists right. seeing what would happen if they put animals and different species on different planets to see what took place. The yeah, and that's why... Like three to four times before they put them on Terra. Yeah, right, right, because the humans in the books actually uh, were spacefaring before they were wiped out, and then according to the Halo lore all of our recorded history from our lifetime is from the forerunners reseeding us on Terra after they wiped exactly. out the galaxy. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's and, why there's a, a teleporter on Earth. Like, I and the reason they put us the reason they put us on Terra in the Halo lore is because before the flood there was a forerunner slash human war that was raging. Yeah. Yep. Yep. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, and that's also part of the reason they moved us is humans kept producing so rapidly and uh, actually jumping up to the forerunners on like level and abilities. We had power honors that Master Chief is using now when mm-hmm. we were fighting the uh, forerunner. They were just like, it's no, not more advanced. This... Yeah, it's not more advanced. And they're like, we can't let this species just keep doing what they're doing because they're going to take over the galaxy eventually, which is why they kept receding, which is why yeah. I'm almost positive the Ark was built well before the, uh, the Halo rings and the flood actually were a problem. Uh, okay, I'll give him. I'll give him one thing: the Ark, the Flood, Halo. Yeah, I love, I all all of that is definitely religious iconography. But the order in which it arose in the timeline of the story doesn't add up 
to actual because okay if we're actually going to take halo 3's terminals if you take halo 3's terminals seriously uh and some of the books right because room like you just said the flood or not the flood sorry the humans and the forerunner were at war as the war went on the forerunners realized they weren't actually at war with the humans the humans were trying to escape the flood so then after the humans were wiped out and the uh the the forerunner decided to activate the ring they then reseeded earth and according to halo 3 terminals uh the earth is the garden of eden so it's backwards from the bible so it's not quite like so it's not like it's obviously yes it's based on religious stuff because nobody that writes anything comes up with it there's no such thing as a new thought it's all you know it's all based on ancient stories absolutely but he's he's painting it he's painting the picture in the wrong order for what the story's supposed to be and and maybe maybe because he's only looking at it from the game's perspective although he said you know he's read some books and stuff i think he said that and then he's sitting here trying to give us a a quick rundown without bogging us down from all the lore. Um, it's well, just it's just also, a little wrong. It's just a little backwards. Also, though, we have to take into consideration he's just looking at the patterns, which is where right. it was like, okay, the word flood. Well, right. The and the patterns are right. I doubt everything. Yeah, so if he's looking at just the patterns, I understand where he came from. It's just, it's not right. Yeah, like, it's not right. But the, the patterns are right. The arc, the flood... Those are pattern recognition for the biblical arc and the flood. It's just not, I don't know if this is, I don't know if he's going the right direction with it, but I, I am interested to see more. Yeah. All right. One of Halo's strengths. Anyway, the Forerunners desired to select humanity as the inheritors of their legacy. In essence, humanity was to be the chosen people. The Covenant Hierarchs, however, believing the Halo Array to be the gateway from which to begin a so-called Great Journey to Salvation, and only realizing after some time that the Forerunners they worshipped preferred humanity, began lying about the Forerunner legacy and sought to destroy humanity. In a general sense, he's right. Emergency generators, now! Shielding failed. They're down and charging. As soon as they're up, reestablish contact. With this cutscene doesn't. What is happening? This cutscene doesn't add. Yeah, no, he's about he's about to talk about the demon and the great journey, but there's way better cutscenes to use to quickly tell your point about how the the forerun or the covenant want to go on the great journey. There's way yeah. easier and quicker cutscenes for this. Yeah. Okay. And yeah. the best one would probably be in Halo Two. Not right. Halo 3. Yes, exactly. Halo 2, you could do a much quicker cutscene of the Arbiter talking to the Prophets and them talking about the Great Journey. Yep. It'd be yeah. way faster. Alright, yeah. Let's, I guess let's bull through this, because this seems <laughs> unnecessary. It's gonna, dra- it's, gonna, it's gonna drag on. Yeah. Cowering in the dirt, thinking, what? I wonder that you might escape the coming fire. No, the world will burn until its surface is but glass, and not even your demon will live to creep, blackened from its hole to mar the reflection of our passage, the culmination of our journey. For your destruction is the will of the gods, and I, I am their instrument. So the okay, games... okay, hold on. 
Hold on. They didn't even mention the Great Journey in that cutscene. They said the journey. Yeah. yeah. So if you if you don't, sorry, go on, James. Sorry. I was just gonna say I felt like that uh, just for the general sense of it. That probably would be com- enough to convey what's going on in a general sense without going deep into the uh, lore. My my problem with it is that so say I've never played Halo before and I'm watching this video because I like your channel and your stuff and I yeah. like the idea of what what you're making here and then you're like yeah see the covenant they're all about this great journey thing and then you play a cutscene where they don't talk about the great journey they just say the journey will commence <laughs> it's like wait you didn't you didn't tell your audience anything here yeah, like th- that video, as we as we established earlier, is just a pointless video. He threw it in there, and it was just like that's the on. yeah. It's the second time <laughs> that he's played a video that doesn't actually convey what he's trying to convey to the audience. Now, well, granted, as point, people who know, oh, pattern recognition. <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, like, what, where is this going? What, what, like, just look at that pattern recognition. Are we just talking about religious <laughs> aspects of the game, or are we talking about pattern recognition of like what they do? What is happening in this video? <laughs> I don't know. I mean, we're only like four minutes in. Let's see if if it all comes together. <laughs> oh god! I mean, we're almost out of the section that says, uh, "What is Halo?" And oh, okay, okay. Then the rule of cool. Okay. I don't think we're gonna learn anything in the rule of cool. I don't okay. think so either. <laughs> let's let's get out of this. Well, maybe the rule of cool we can just watch, and we don't have to talk about. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, we'll see. The original trilogy are about humanity defending itself from a genocidal holy crusade while attempting to stop the Zealous Covenant from activating the Halo Array and effectively destroying the galaxy. Also, the Flood comes back because there needed to be a second enemy faction to provide a plot twist, raise the stakes, and allow for greater enemy variety. You understand. I don't understand. Have you ever played a Halo game before? No. Excellent. (laughs) Now... Wait, wait! Is that the audience? Yeah, I guess the audience is people who haven't played Halo, but I just want to talk about what is this uh, this robotic like (laughs) thing? I I don't I don't know I don't know what it is. It creeps me out. It uh, it feels all of it all of his cuts have been unnecessary, and this was the most unnecessary one. Well, I mean, it wasn't unnecessary for me because he totally answered. Yeah, and it's meant for people who have never played Halo. But if that's yeah. the case, then yeah, that's the... Was excellent though. That was like a maniacal accident. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, yes. Like I don't want people who have played Halo to watch this video. I, I can morph and twist your mind to my. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. That's what it seems like. That's totally what it seems like. Because, like, the videos that he's used and the statements he's made, if you've never played Halo, you wouldn't be like, wait a second. You'd be like, I guess you're right. You must be yeah, right. You're telling me. You're like, without me having the actual knowledge prior, this is, this, yes, this makes sense. Man. Uh, but, I, I mean, anyone... Go ahead, Kit. I, I don't know, man. That's, that's Jacob. Yeah, I, wanted to say, I was trying to figure out if I wanted to say your name or your... Oh, Cyric. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's how I just stumbled. This is not a video that you should show people first getting introduced into the series <laughs> of Halo. No. That, no. He's made no points. 
whatsoever. And the, like you've said, the clips that are shown have nothing to do with the statements that are being made. Right. Yes. And like, I understand the, 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 the thought process is that this is created for people who haven't witnessed Halo or played Halo, but even anybody with a, like just a minute, like not knowledge, but like understanding of how patterns truly work, this video has no pattern. So like they'd be watching this video and then watching the next clip that he randomly throws in there just because he can. Uh, he, they would also be like, I don't understand what's happening. Because even if they're looking at it and being like, I don't know Halo, those videos don't correlate with what was being said prior. And so that would just be a confusing mess of just random stuff that you just threw in my face. And it was like, now do you understand Halo? It's like you're talking to me about Halo while randomly feeding me carrots and telling me how carrots are involved with Halo. It's like, no, I don't, I don't know what's going on. Yes. I, like, Go ahead. Go ahead. I, I want to get off this screen right here. Yeah, please. <laughs> <laughs> Hold on, then before before we continue though, like both of you said, uh, but in different ways, right? So like, uh, Jacob, if if someone's never played Halo and you're like, because this this first part, right, was called your introduction to Halo. What what was it what called? Is Halo? What is Halo? What is Halo? What is Halo? Okay, so if you're gonna show someone a video, even if it's just this first segment, to be like, hey, I'll explain what Halo is. You learned nothing. Yeah. <laughs> you learned the vaguest stuff, the most vague things from this. You learned the, you learned literally the names. You learned humanity. You learned the covenant. You learned the flood. You learned Halo, and you learned the Ark. That is it. And Forerunner. They threw in Forerunner. Yeah, Forerunner. Forerunner. Yeah. I mean, you learned that the Covenant were religious zealots. You learned that as time went on, they progressed to just be control freaks. Um, that's about it. <laughs> there we go. We named every in in like thirty or forty seconds. We named everything that this first five minutes covered, and so our. We could make an uh, what is Halo video that's like three minutes long that would have way more to do with what Halo is about than this video has had to do with what Halo is about so far. Yeah, <laughs> and then we're gonna get into the rule of cool. Yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited. Cool. <laughs> I, I want to see what the rule of cool is for this person. <laughs> let's, let's, let's go. Yeah, let's go. I'll call them Bug. They hide alone in the mountains to avoid humans, but if a human were to ever get close enough it would tear their eyes out. It twitches and creaks as it moves towards the player. Dude, I'm so confused. Can we, Wait, can we back up? I I am so lost. I'm so uncomfortable with all this. I don't, I don't want to back up on that. Okay, okay, okay. We don't have to. I'm just, I'm just confused because it was like, I've never played Halo before. Excellent. And then all of a sudden she's like, the flood, I call them bugs because they hide in the mountains alone and then they'll tear out that. What are you talking about? That's it. Yeah. That's literally Robot lady? That's literally what happened. Okay, so I, okay, so I, I am following along. I figured I missed yes. something, no, but no. Okay, no. there's no context. Okay, no context. Got yeah, it. There's, there's nothing. <laughs> okay, well, we can go on. Sorry. MacGuffin and players know them for being annoying, but not noteworthy. Excuse me. What? Not noteworthy. <laughs> yeah, you know, they're not the biggest part of the game. <laughs> the popcorn. Aren't noteworthy? Dude, they're the most frustrating things in Halo. Yeah, they're frustrating, but calling them not noteworthy 
is oh my god an understatement because it's more than an understatement oh yeah no it is it's It's more than more than an understatement holy crap like halo was marketed as this game that you're going to be fighting alien races to uh save humanity on this ring world with no explanation whatsoever in any of the marketing about the flood because they don't right, the yeah. flood. It's a huge plot twist in the middle yeah. of the game. Yeah, one of the best <laughs> missions in my opinion. The uh, 343 no, Guilty Spark. They're, they're not noteworthy, alright? <laughs> yeah, no, they're they're not noteworthy. You're right. They're they're just a speck in the, the scheme of the Halo games. They're, it's yeah, exactly. it's like the same thing that on um, The Crow... Uh, the crow's nest in Halo Three, like the I think it's like the second or third mission, the the crow's nest, like you yeah. know how there's like there's rats that run around and you can actually shoot and kill them. That that's basically the flood. It's not really noteworthy, but if you pay attention, you'll notice this small detail. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so for someone who's like a, an ex, a Halo extremist like myself, I you know I I noticed that there's these things you can shoot and they die. But you know, on your normal playthrough, you you wouldn't even you realize wouldn't they're there. Right. <laughs> Dude, if anyone watched this video that wouldn't play Halo afterwards, they would be horrified, right? Because they're, they're like, he lied. There are so many of these things, and they are definitely noteworthy. Like the story of the flood. The story of the flood is integral to the story of Halo, because without the flood, there would be no Halo. Uh, hold on. In his defense, I think that he's trying to make the point that the popcorn are a footnote, not the flood entirely, but the popcorn. But without, but without no, the popcorn, no, you no. don't have the rest of the flood. Yeah. yeah. Also, every time you encounter the popcorn, there's at least like ten of them. So yeah, it's, it's and very it's, noticeable. And then isn't there a scene where they basically swarm like an army? Yeah, generally. Hold on, hold on. I got, I got a, I got a proper response to this robot lady thing. Ability to speak does not make you intelligent. Exactly. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> All right. Well, let's see what happens here. The cool uh, parts. Yeah, the rule of cool. Yes. <laughs> Through this conflict between a secular humanity innocently defending itself, what is Halo and really about? Genocidal alien death cult. We can determine that the message mm-hmm. the. Halo are trying to send out into the world is that religion equals bad. The Hold idea- on, wait, wait, wait. I, I, I never got that. I never got that, honestly. Yeah, what would you never get? What would you never get? Because I think you picked I mean, up on the same thing I picked up on. Well, he said the message of, that we get from Halo is that religion equals bad. Oh. <laughs> like, no, I, so that's not that's that not what I picked up, but no. No, but, never. Uh, well, I was just thinking, like, that he said the Covenant were a religious death cult. And maybe I'm wrong. Maybe you guys can say that that is that is the case. They are a religious death cult. But I, mm-hmm. I don't know. I just, I've never... Yeah, a religious cult, yes. But a religious death cult. What, what would be a religious death cult? I mean, I mean, if you want to really break it down, he's not entirely wrong. Like, we could say that the Catholics during the freaking great... Uh, their, whole, their war was a religious The Holy death cult. War? Yeah. Okay. All right. Maybe right. maybe I'm wrong then. It just it right. that seemed a little a little excessive. Because to me, calling, death, yeah. Go ahead. Calling go ahead. all religion bad because of that's Halo, extreme. 
that, no, it's religious zealotry is bad. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. And like from Catholicism to gosh, wait, I, I don't even know what other religion to name, but yeah, there there's plenty of religions that are um through zealotry not good. Uh, yeah, Grant, there's a few religions that, that never hit that because, like, I've never heard of a uh, a zealot Buddhist <laughs> do, doing murders. I don't, I don't know what that would be like. I, I, yeah, or even, a zealous, or even a zealous Taoist. Yeah, exactly. Like, there's there's plenty of religions that the zealots, the most extreme of them, would never kill someone. But uh, yeah, but but just to say all religion is bad, that, that's a good point. That's a little. Halo teaches us religion is bad. What? <laughs> Wait, he, did say, he did say, this, he said uh, what you could gather from it. He didn't say that's what he thinks. He just said what you could gather from it is that they're saying that religious, that being religious is bad, essentially. But really, hmm. the death cult thing, yeah, I would go agree with that. Yeah, they kind of are a death cult. They, anyone who didn't agree okay. with them, they kind of wiped out along the way. Okay, yeah, cool. Then I, I think I guess I misunderstood what death cult meant. So I'll, I'll concede that point and say that I'm I was just ignorant. Uh, all right, let, let's continue. The Halo games are concerned about the dangers of religious fanaticism is not a new or terribly exciting idea. So then, why bring it up? Halo has a negative impression of religion. Big whoop. Well, I bring it up because I often wonder about the Halo logo. Does it imitate the Islamic Star and Crescent on purpose, or is it simply coincidental? There can be no doubt whatsoever that Halo borrows heavily from all sorts of media. It is a gleefully referential series at its most innocent, and borders on plagiaristic at its least. There is a lengthy list of Halo's pop culture references on Halopedia. The oh, wow! People are inspired by pop culture to create a video game that is set in space. Wow! What a shock! Pop culture references in you media. About anything based in space in this time period, dude. Like anything from beyond that. Up, yeah, anything from two thousand up though, you could honestly say that space wise, or not even just space wise, but we're going to focus on that primarily. Like okay, everything I, from two thousand or not two thousand eight, nineteen eighties. Like that was a real big boom for space era movies, books, games, and stuff like that. So like you could literally say. Anything that deals with space from 2000 up is plagiarism. Yeah, I mean, Halo itself was based on Aliens, the sequel to Alien. It was yeah. based on that. That was that was like the key component to the whole game. That's why. That's why the elites look like xenomorphs. Yeah. Yeah, and that's why also the flood exists, and they do chest burster stuff. Like, why? Why uh, does that matter? Like, just because, as he, as you mentioned earlier, like nothing is original. We all right. recreate something we love and like. So, like, is he expecting people not to? Because then his whole idea of patterns exists, and he should literally see patterns on everything. Anything he yeah. watches, everything yeah. he sees, like, all the all time. Because it's the same thing that's happened a thousand times over and over and over again. What are you freaking yeah. out about the fact that they use some they used uh, some pop culture references and like yeah, they, they <laughs> after you, Cyrac. The the one story that I know that the games had to diverge a lot from the books is The Witcher, because The Witcher is a direct ripoff of Elric of Mel that was written back in the 60s. And The Witcher didn't come out until about the 80s and 90s. Yeah, I heard about that. Uh, which I think is kind of interesting. 
because I, I started reading the Witcher books personally, and I was like, this seems weird. And then I watched the video about the the correlations. And I was like, okay, yeah, no, it's just plagiarism. Just he changes the names in the places. Yeah, where like Halo, Halo just has inspiration and callbacks to other media. It isn't a straight plagiarism because the story itself is original. Honestly, in the sense that it, in the sense that it doesn't uh, go directly into other kinds of media. Exactly. It's its own the thing. thing any good uh, create creator of any type of medium, if you're smart, you will use pop culture references to draw your people in, to draw people to actually want to watch and see what's going on. Is because that keeps that makes people feel more connected to the characters if they have a pop culture reference or if they look like something they're like oh yeah this makes me if you build into that whole nostalgia aspect of humanity as a, as a whole when they read or play or watch something like you want to add a little bit of pop culture reference you don't have to make it unoriginal but you can add things that are throughout the world and makes you makes the reader or watcher feel more connected to your world yeah also so like. Also, final point before we uh, continue on with the video, Wikipedia is not a viable source of information. No, no. Wiki is a terrible source for information because people can change it all the time, and they do. <laughs> but let's let's keep going. Right. The titular Halo itself is inspired by a 1970s sci-fi novel called wait, The Green World. Wait, wait, I had something else to say. I have something else to say. Hold on. Back up back up like ten seconds. I have something else to say. Sorry. Instead of making you back it up, I, I went on the live stream and rewound it myself to make sure I heard him correctly. So uh-huh. <clears throat> he um just this is my my last point before we continue forward. This section that we paused on as he mentioned pop culture references, he started the fact that he was like, There's pop culture references by being like, you know, the fact that there's references to things uh, makes me think about stuff because, you know, I often think about the fact that the Halo logo is the Islamic star. So this whole thing really seems to be based on the fact that this dude thinks the Halo is the Islamic star. Like, there's there's really no other depth that I've seen so far about, like, actual problems or whatever like so okay so if we concede the point that the the halo ring is the islamic star there's still no other argument in the video like even if we concede that right yeah there's there's nothing else it's just like okay sure it's the islamic star and it's like well because all religion's bad it's like no that's not that's not what it's saying the the marines they're they're secular and the covenant are religious i don't know if that's case like i don't i don't understand (laughs) i don't understand that's all that's i just wanted to point that out that he started off this whole thing with the the pop culture references by re reassuring us that the islamic star looks like halo yeah also i'm i'm gonna make an assumption here uh i hope it pops up somewhere in the video but he is probably going to bring up um crap, I forgot what I was gonna say now. Okay, good, perfect. Let's start. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> let's go. Okay. 
the insect aliens are technically called drones, but most often they are referred to as buggers, a reference to Ender's Game. However, the most notable reference to yeah, souls come from aliens. Human soldiers yeah. are modeled after the colonial marines. Enemy yes. designs take elements from xenomorphs. And yes. the parasitic yep. flood is complete with its own version of a facehugger. Yes, yeah, I just said that. Yeah. Yeah, you, you literally just explained all that. Yeah, yeah, cool. I'm glad that he recognized it too. I just don't yeah, know what his point is. I feel like he's just well. He said at its lowest point is plagiarism. So it's like it really isn't though. It's uh oh, it's, you're right. This all this all ties back to him saying that they ripped off the Halo logo as the Islamic star, and then they put all these pop culture references because they stole all this stuff. And then he's like, look yeah. at all these books that they stole from, and they stole from this movie. So clearly. They're Flavors. they're trying to send a message of anti-religion because they're plagiarists. Yeah, they had no original thoughts of their own. They just created something that you know has its own expansive universe and does its own thing after a while. So like, yeah, know, with multiple writers writing with multiple inspirations, trying to make a cohesive story that obviously anybody who ever makes anything else steals from other stuff and that's not plagiarism that's called inspiration it literally plagiarism is to take verbatim one for one from something else like you can you, like okay if we're going to use music as the simplest example right so if if i play c d g e that is not plagiarizing every song that played c d g e <laughs> if i play the exact same pattern you know, of those chords uh, in the sense of like rhythm and timing. And then my drum beat is the same. And my bass line is exactly like, that's when we start getting into plagiarism, but to re literally be like, Hey, I like the way that song sounded. I'm going to use those notes. That is inspiration. That is yeah. not plagiarism. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I agree with you there. Yeah, I'm right. Sorry. Very good. Are you okay there? Yeah, what's, yeah, what's up? What's up? No, no, you made solid solid point. <laughs> Thank you. Because <laughs> my mind my mind kept on coming back to Werewolves of London and Sweet Home Alabama. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> Alright, let's let's go. Me, yeah. I get way more of a Starship Troopers vibe from Halo. Halo certainly has its moments where it tries to be a little bit spooky, but at its heart, it's a shooting game where the gameplay is either broken up by an action-packed cutscene or a melodramatic cutscene. Sometimes both. This is more in line with the tone of Starship Troopers than it is with Aliens. As far as setting is concerned, they both have a lot in common. Well, not fleshed out in the game so wait, well. Wait. Uh, is he saying because people use the same type of scenes? Here. He was like, I, man, look at look at the choice of scenery and how they gave it this this, this certain vibe and this feel here. This is like this is has the same reminiscence of another thing. They're like, what? That's just called camera work and angle. Like, uh, you do no, that. Too, all you do all that cinematography too. is plagiarism, James. <laughs> you do that for <laughs> only <reason>. the first. <laughs> no, shut up. Only the first movie is allowed to exist. Every other movie that uses the same camera angles is a ripoff, <laughs> and it's illegal because it's plagiarizing. Hold on, hold on. I'm, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you some plot points real quick, and I okay. want you to tell me what story they're from. Oh, okay. Yeah, this will be fun. 
a young adventurer has a call to action. Star Wars. Huh? Uh, Star Wars. Oh, hold on, hold on. Okay. He, he meets an elderly old man, and he gets mentorship from this old man. He the has, He has a friend um, that um, he meets along the way, and another friend that shows up around the same time as the other friend. The three of them continue on the journey to complete the mission ahead, while the, the old man at some point within the story dies. Sword of the Stone. <laughs> I gave you the plot point of Harry Potter. Uh, also, the plot point of Star Wars. Also, yeah, no, I, I think we all named movies that works for that. Yeah, yeah, no, every single movie. You know why? That's the hero's journey. Yep, every hero's yes. journey. And you know what? They're all plagiarists. And they should be dismissed uh, for the fact that they're all um, anti-religion. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> is, that the, is that the point he's trying to make? Is that, like, anti-religious stuff is bad? So, like, all atheists are bad? Is that what we're doing here? Because, like, the further this goes on, the, the more confused at the point he's trying to make I am. I don't... Well- no, I don't. I don't think he's gone with the atheist being bad as much as he was saying. Like, I think his standpoint of view is that they're mocking religion and he's not okay with it. From what I've gathered, at least. So atheists are bad, yeah, and yeah, comedy maybe. is bad. Maybe. Yeah. Uh, another thing, though, is like he mentioned Starship Troopers. If we're going to mention Starship Troopers, which I think was written back in like the freaking fifties, I might be wrong. It might be seventies. Anyways, 70s, so, okay. Yeah. So if we're gonna if we're gonna say things that rip off the Starship Troopers uh, is plagiarism, then literally anything ever with power suits, anything, <laughs> anything that has somebody like get in a suit of armor that's like like Fallout, right? Fallout, and then there's um not just Cause, there's that's there's the other one. Um, it, anyways, sorry, I can't think of all of them offhand. Clearly, because there's too many. But anything that has anything that has power armor is plagiarizing um, Starship Trooper because it's the first one to come up with power armor. It was the the guy that wrote it was the first person to ever come up with power armor, where you wear a suit of armor that's as strong as a tank. That and it like the power armor in Starship Troopers is stronger than any power armor we've seen in fiction since then because that was that you were a jet plane with armor of a tank that could launch mini nukes off your shoulder and they would literally only send three people in to deal with conflicts and they would take whole countries over themselves. Yeah, but that was plagiarized too, based off of Greek armor, which was uh, the idea of a power suit back in the olden days. So, like, really... Oh, there you go. (laughs) (laughs) There you go, yeah. So, well, that's actually a really good point, though. We're all plagiarizing the Greeks, because that's totally true. Right, like it, all of our superheroes are plagiarism of Greek mythology. All, all, everything basically is plagiarized yeah, from from yeah, historic yeah, stories. Go, yeah, go from Greek to Norse to it just progresses forward from there. Well, yeah, but all of them are plagiarizing each other. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> this oh, is yeah. dumb. This video is dumb. Let, all right, I'm. Let's I'm ready. Going. <laughs> yeah. Entity in the Halo universe is a fascistic society similar to Starship Troopers. 
What? Hold on. What? It's a fascist. Oh, what? I think we need to reverse a little bit. I missed that. Yeah, let's rewind a little bit and then pause here again if you don't mind. Yeah, I'm going to go back about 15 seconds. Scene right, or a okay. dramatic cutscene. Sometimes both. This is more in line with the tone of Starship Troopers than it is with aliens. As far as setting is concerned, they both have a lot in common. While not fleshed out in the games so well, humanity in the Halo universe is a fascistic society similar to Starship Troopers. And Halo isn't blind to these similarities and so did you hear that? Well, uh, hold on. If you're going to... I don't like stopping in the middle of a sentence. Yeah. I like stopping at the end of a sentence. All right. It makes references to Starship Troopers just as much as anything else. Halo's orbital drop shock troopers are a clear example of this. On top okay. of this... Right. Okay. Yeah, what did you want to say? So the government has nothing to do with Oni or the UNSC. That is just a – that's basically the UN in the Halo universe. The the countries themselves still govern themselves and have their own militaries. So what you're saying is that Oni and UNSC are fascist, but the rest of the world is not. I mean, uh, yeah, essentially is what he's breaking it down to. Yeah, you make a good point. Granted, uh, America does have ONI because it's Office of Naval Intelligence, and we do have that. Um, but to say that the whole world is fascist, but then to describe fascism as like these two organizations of the world are fascist. Also, I just want to address Starship Trooper is not fascist. It's actually libertarian. Uh, I didn't know that. With, with some authoritarian points in it. No, I can. I'll, if you want, I'll send you an hour and a half long breakdown of the books that explain. Oh yeah, no, the books. The books are completely different from the movie. The movie, uh, they are completely but, different. Yeah, but it, it's it's books and movie, and it's explaining how it's actually just a very it's very libertarian, and there's nothing authoritarian or fascist about any of it. Because, like, the thing is, you are not compelled to serve in the military. Okay, that's one thing. You're not compelled. It's voluntary. The other thing is the media is completely uncensored. So if there's a war and we lose thousands of troops, the media tells you instead of saying we're the greatest ever all the time, like fascists would, you know, because clearly the state is the most powerful. They don't tell you when we lose things. The leader, uh, the leader of the military in the movie and in the book steps down after a great loss voluntarily and has a new leader take position in the military in order to uh, guarantee further victory, hopefully, uh, since we, we lost the last conflict, which doesn't happen in fascism. And the list goes on. The thing is, it's a libertarian movie uh, and book. It's actually a libertarian. Hmm. Send me that video right. later. I want to see it. <laughs> yeah, I will. Star Starship Troopers is portrayed and everyone takes it at, like, not everyone, but that's, that's too... That's too broad. I, I don't like ever and never. Those are terrible yeah, words don't to use. Yeah, those are terrible. Like generalization is okay. It's just I don't like uh, absolute stuff like ever and never. They're too absolute. Uh, generalization is okay though. But uh, yeah, I'll, I'll send you that video. But Starship Troopers is definitely uh, first off, it was written by a libertarian that was trying to promote libertarianism, and then the guy who made the movie misinterpreted it as fascism. And also, the guy who made the movie didn't even read the book. 
<laughs> so yeah. he didn't read the book and he made the movie and then tried to be like, yeah, look at this. It's so fascist. And then if you break down the movie, it's like, no, actually, that's very libertarian of you. <laughs> so, yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll send you that video. I'll send you the video after the, after the stream. Yeah, I'll send it to you. All right. Let's uh, let's keep going here. There are a few Halo cutscenes that seem ripped straight out of the movie. To be quite honest, Halo is essentially just Starship Troopers, but without the satire. Could we possibly make any more noise? I, I have to disagree with him. It's more like aliens with yeah. the satire. Like, because Starship Trooper and aliens both definitely have comedy, and you, you could say satire as well, I guess, in a way, where they're, they're poking fun at the medium itself. Uh, with some of the stuff that they do. And Halo does the same thing. Halo follows in the footsteps. And it's more inspired by... Uh, Halo is more inspired by aliens than any other uh, fiction. Science fiction. A- aliens is the biggest inspiration. Yeah, I yeah. I've got it from him about... With it being the Star, Star Troops... Uh, whatever. That movie. <laughs> yeah. Star so- Troopers. Uh, is basically he's like the camera angle and the way that they try to make us feel with all their camera work. It's plagiarism. Anything, yeah, for, so anything, <laughs> the, people who, the people who chose how the shots would work and the panning of the games are the ones who really like Star Star Trek Trooper, uh, Starship Troopers. Also, it's being in a hangar bay with a whole bunch of military weapons. And... <laughs> That's plagiarism. Yeah, no. No, and, and you have guiders to let you know where you need to go within the hangar bay to get out of the hangar bay with your with your uh, aircraft. Yeah, yeah, no, that's that's definitely Starship Troopers. It's not you know no. the actual military. Here. Yeah, no, they're plagiarizing yeah. the military. They're plagiarizing the navy uh, aircraft carriers. <laughs> that's it's plagiarism. Yeah, that has nothing to do with how, you know, operations work, so we don't crash into each other when we all decide, I want to leave right now. <laughs> you know, I, I definitely, I don't definitely, I definitely don't have four years of experience with this whole thing here. <laughs> uh, so I, I do want to point out that we're in the rule of cool section, which has so far to me been worse than the what is Halo section. <laughs> yeah, what is this rule of cool? I have, I have yet... Yes, James, exactly. What is cool? I have yet to see what is cool. The, the, the weaponry. Uh, the weaponry is cool. Oh, yeah, okay. but the whole his whole argument for this whole section has been that it's just... So the rule of cool that he's setting up is that it's just rip-off of all this other stuff. So it's really not cool. Is that yeah, is that what yeah, he's getting at? It's really not yeah, the, cool. The rule of cool is that it's so cool. Look how cool they are ripping off everyone else. So it's like, a, yeah. it's, it's guy, right? Uh, he's being... Yeah, he's doing satire by not actually I, saying it. Yeah, pretending that it's not the pretending. Yeah, you're right. It's satire. It's satire. It's satirization because the title of the chapter is the rule of cool, but in reality, what this section is about is that they're ripping everything else off. So everything that was cool, cool so it isn't cool. Yeah, James, I think you're right. Well, let's find out. <laughs> Let's let's uh let's let's see what else is in this section here that yeah. definitely is please, isn't the rule of please cool. do. Yeah, please do. <laughs> I guess so. I don't say all this to disparage Halo, except Oh sure yeah. a little bit, but it's my nostalgic video game that I adore, so I'm allowed to. Okay? Great. 
These are uh, references and sources of inspiration. What Halo does with these borrowed elements is to make its own unique world with its own unique vision. And this is something that is common in storytelling and art. Think back on how Halos. Th are thank you for acknowledging that. Thank you for acknowledging that it's it's what all storytelling does. After yeah. disparaging Halo for five, <laughs> wait, how far are we into this? Seven minutes. Eight minutes. <laughs> uh, sorry. I mean, you can you can cri you can cr critique Halo because sure. there are some there are some issues with it. Uh, Absolutely. But the story itself is more solid than a lot of other stories that are out there. I agree. Until you get to Halo Four. Yeah. Well, my thing is, like, he's saying he adores the Halo. He was like, this is something I adore. It's like, for someone who adored this, I felt like you didn't know, no, like I said in the beginning, no research. Or maybe you didn't understand the game you were playing when you played it. Well, it's obviously uh, Islamic Star. So remember, this whole video is from the, the perspective of pattern recognition. So he might have adored it, but he's also recognized how vile <laughs> this creation is that he likes. thing Maybe, is, uh, if... Like uh, so, like Shiny FX has said before, you if you love something, you can critique it better because you understand it more. Yes, I agree entirely. That's that's how I feel about Star Wars and Halo, actually, because uh, I've critiqued Star Wars a lot, and it's my favorite uh, movie series. And then I also I've been wanting to, but we haven't done it yet on the Bear Thing Show, because uh, James isn't the biggest Halo fan. But I've been wanting to also go through and talk about all the worst parts of Halo, and 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 you know, but because I love it, so I want to actually sit down and be like, "Here's the great stuff, and then here's the sucky stuff." But it just hasn't it hasn't happened yet. I've never been a big fan of the games, but I know a lot of Halo books and a lot of lore, so I can talk. I can talk Halo. I feel yeah. like I know more than this guy who apparently played the game. Yeah, the yeah. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. That's why I thought this was actually going to be a good video for the three of us to watch. Because I was like, James has read all, like, not every book, but almost all the books. And I've, I've read, read almost yeah. all the books. And I've played all the video games and read some of the books. I haven't read yeah. a lot of the modern stuff. Yeah, like, I, I've read, I, I've read uh -huh. Ghost of Onyx. I've read um, the Reach series. I've read uh, mm -hmm. Glassed mm -hmm. and such. But yeah, dude, uh, there's a, there's a lot of books. There's there's too many books at this point. Unlike Star Wars, which has just the right amount of books. Just the right amount, over hundred. Yeah, yeah, like uh, like five hundred books. It's perfect. It's the perfect <laughs> amount of books. But Halo, Halo's got too many. Uh, it didn't need that many books. But Halo's, uh, probably, Halo's also got all the comics too, like Star Wars does. Oh, oh I forgot there was Halo comics. I haven't read the Halo comics. They're really good. Oh, that's cool. Um, I haven't read the Star Wars ones either. Sorry, James. What were you saying? Oh, uh, I actually don't remember. So it's fine. <laughs> yeah, I I hate to cut you. I don't mean to cut either of you off. It's it's really hard for me to stop talking when I start. Uh, it's like fine. Palpatine's lightning. <laughs> no, you're good. Uh, <laughs> yeah, let's, see what's okay. going on. yeah, yeah, James. Like I. I'm both of you guys. I'm gonna try to shut up and only talk when someone else pauses the video. It's just really hard because sometimes he says stuff that I'm like, I have to say something here. Oh, but no, like, no. if you have an opinion, do it. I, okay. I, totally I just, I would like for us to get through this video before we have to go. <laughs> I don't <laughs> see it happening. I don't see it happening. But okay, let's let's go. Let's go. All right.
religious art across many different works by many different artists over the course of centuries. And then think about how differently those images can be repurposed for different effects. A halo over the head of Jesus and a halo over the head of SpongeBob technically convey about the same of goodness, but one is serious hey. and the other is playful. One is supposed to be in awe of Jesus, while one is supposed to laugh at SpongeBob. These references rely on a cultural familiarity for them to work. For us to laugh at the angelic Spongebob, we need to have some understanding of Abrahamic conceptions of divinity. And when one makes these references or draws inspiration from these sources, one must be careful with the baggage these sources have accrued over the thousands of years of history. So, Halo, is it careful with its references? Surely what damage could be done by uncritically riffing off of a story Are we about still talking about the rule of cool? Into pointless forever wars I think so. Mixing that together yeah, with Christian symbolism to tell the tale of a brutal and terrifying foreign force using their faith as justification for violence. Halo tries desperately to follow a rule of cool. When writing, oh. it's... We finally get into it! Halfway oh my god! <laughs> it's happening! <laughs> That's four minutes into the change into the rule of cool. We finally he said something about the rule of cool, which I can't. You know what? I'm not going to argue like, about the fact <laughs> okay. that long because we've done that. It's taken us a while, so it's cool. Yeah, yeah, yeah. that's fine. But dude, okay, there's a lot. There is a lot that he said there about Abrahamic, uh, Abrahamic iconography, and one inspires awe and the other inspires laughs. That I'm, I'm. I'm not going to debate him on it, but I do feel like he's missed the mark uh, of those things. Yeah, and I, especially whenever it comes to it being in Halo. Um, but we'll see how this section here goes since... Well, a, a simple way to put it, right, is that he's like, here's a picture of Jesus... And here's a picture of SpongeBob with angelic wings flying into the sky. If you don't know anything about Christianity and Jesus, the picture of SpongeBob flying into the sky with angel wings and a halo could still be funny without the context. So I don't understand what he was trying to say. Well, he said you got to be careful of the connotations of it, like the baggage that comes from that. Even if the even if the person watching it and viewing it doesn't truly understand, someone else who's with them could understand and think of more of a negative tone. That's why he added the subliminal, or not subliminal, but the background of the Crusaders when he added the yeah. with the uh, but, with Jesus picture. And then the Crusaders to, in the back would be like, oh, and this symbolizes Islam. So it's like, well, now this is a type of religious faith. He, he was trying to like just say, be careful what comes with your titles, your name, everything you choose. And it's like, well, hey, well, went out of their way kind of to make them a religious cult. So, like, they shouldn't have to be careful if that was their goal. Well, I have to disagree with the, the, the point, though, of, like, you should be wary of the baggage this imagery contains, whether or not the viewer is aware of it. Because, like, that seems pretty extreme. That's getting into, like... Um, not critical race theory, but that's getting into um, uh, microaggressions where someone can say something and because the person that said it has no idea what it means, someone else can be offended by it. So like a, a server at Starbucks taking a customer before another one because they don't realize what order the line is because it's not a uniform line. And the person who got skipped being like, I showed up before them saying that must be racism. Like, 
that seems pretty extreme to then be like, well, look, if you're going to have some guy with a halo, you better know all context of the religious uh, meaning behind a guy with a halo before you do that. That that seems extreme well, to me. That isn't extreme, but he wasn't exactly saying you need to know all of it. He just said be, be wary of the baggage. Like, more or less being, meaning, like, if you are going to do it, like, make sure you're basically delivering it in a way that kind of skirts and circumnavigates the baggage that comes with it without it weighing negatively on you. Yeah, okay, yeah. I, I don't really know what to say to that. I don't no, either. <laughs> it's all good. Let's move it on. Just, it, I mean, I'm just saying that it, that seems like something too difficult for people to really need to... I think if you're writing something, you shouldn't have to think too hard on how people could negatively perceive it. <laughs> no, I'm not breaking up. I was I was stopping in a really bad pattern. Uh, oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that was that was me actually talking. Okay, look, what I'm saying is I don't think someone writing something or speaking in a general sense should have to think so thoroughly about how every word that they could say or every picture they could draw could be taken negatively because anything ever can be taken negatively from someone yes yep so i i am not concerned with that if your overtone is intentionally to do something completely racist or offensive uh then maybe you should think about it but even then i'm like I mean, if you want to do it, because if it comes to comedy, like the biggest thing of comedy is to say something you would never think someone would say, right? Like it's well, I mean, it's like, the um, not offense, I, but the shock. The I think that really the, comes into the aspect of like who the writer is, who the creator is, because like I like writing, and so like a lot of my things when I write, I don't always immediately think of the religious overtones. I actually do create some religious factors in the worlds that I make, but like doesn't immediately mean I think about them, but then once I have created them, I'm like, all right, I don't want people to think this. Like, I've created right. some characters where mm-hmm. family members have been like, oh, this is a Christian family. I'm like, no, it's not. Not at all. Like, no. But it's because of the name and title, I'm like, I'm not changing that. So if you happen to end up thinking that, that's fine, but once you delve into it, you're going to realize this is not Christian or religious. And it's like, so when you're writing something, sometimes you do end up having to think about that side of it mm-hmm. and being like oh mm-hmm. man people aren't going to look at it this way and i don't want them to so you might want to change a little bit and tweak stuff here and there in order to make sure that the message that they immediately read when they first read the title or whatever once they actually delve into it oh they realize no no this is not a thing like this and like i, I think yeah that, i think that's the problem with him on this is that he looked at halo and was like the title and then he played the game oh and was geez like, and he was like, yeah. oh, man, gay. You're probably well, right. It's about this, this, and this. And it's like, well, no. Then he's like, let me break it down. There's this religious aspect. So it must be about this with the title mix. And everyone's like, no, there's, they didn't do that. That's crazy. This is absolutely right. maddening. Well, uh, I, almost everything you said I agreed with. The only real thing that I disagree with is at the very beginning, uh, you said you have to take the context of the person who did it into account. That, like in the sense that I think you were saying, like, if someone's telling a joke, you have to think about who's telling the joke. If someone writes a thing, you have to think about the context of who it is that writes the thing. And I have to disagree with that because I think death of the author in those situations. And you just take the writing and the joke as is. 
And before you uh, respond, even in the sense of like a comedian stands on stage and he says the most racist, sexist, um, talks about murdering and raping people, you take him out of the context entirely and just take him at his words of this is a joke. Oh, yeah, no, no. There's things that you could take as a joke or even things that you could take that you're like, I don't take the, uh, the writer into context. And even when I was talking about the context, I wasn't talking about the writing person, the person who does the writing as the context that you have to pay attention to. They, as the writer, have to pay attention to the context. That's all. I'll oh, okay. Okay. Then yeah. no, I think I, I think I agree with you. Then I think I actually agree with you on that. Yeah, not the people looking at it. Just the person doing it, creating it, needs to look at their context and be like, How right. do I make and people don't take the wrong thing from this without yeah. changing without changing your stance because you don't want to change your stance if you're like, I really meant it for it to be this. I don't want to change that. So if they take it the wrong way, that's on them. Yeah, but like as in I. Yeah, like I, I write a draft for a book and then I hand it to my friend and I say, hey, will you read this draft and critique it? And they come back to me and they say, I, I wasn't sure how you felt about this scene because it seems really religious or whatever. And you're like, oh, that wasn't what I was trying to convey there. So I'm going to exactly. go back and redraft that part until I get that removed. Um, yeah. yeah, I think I think I do get what you're saying, actually. And they, yeah, that's a, that's a good point. Yeah, like um like james i like to write and with my books or stories or what have you because right now i am working on a few things that i'm trying to get out there um one of them is literally just about disc golf and i've had to redraft it three times in one section because it comes off the way that i don't want it to it sounds more abrasive than what I actually intended for, um, because exactly. it's an argument. It's an argument between friends, but it's supposed to be a playful argument. Mm, yeah, or something, and you're like, oh no, I can't, I can't have to do that because then people are going to read it as like, whoa. Yeah. Yeah. yeah exactly. Okay. It's like, so, as the creator, you do have to look at the context and be like, mm, does this portray what I want? And then, like, once it portrays what you want, if other people glean something else from it, that's their own, that's that's their prerogative to do at that point. But you at least can be happy and satisfied with knowing that what you wanted to put down is what you see. Because, honestly, writing and everything else, even creating movies and stuff like that, and artwork, isn't really for other people. It's for yourself. Like, it's a selfish act. Not not saying like other people don't go out of their way to write and do stuff for people, but like at the end of the day, when you've finished it and you feel satisfied and everything else about it, it's really for yourself. And then you want to share it with other people. So you can't get upset with how they take it, but you should pay attention to if you are planning on sharing this with someone, how they are going to take it. And does it fit the narrative you want it? Exactly. Yeah. I think, I think I agree entirely with both of you. Like, you guys make solid points, and I think I misunderstood the argument. So, yeah, I'm going to say I, I totally agree. I do not agree with the guy who made this video, though. And I think he's misinterpreting Halo entirely and oh, yeah, making I terrible totally points. Agree. I totally agree. <laughs> but, hey. I, I don't want to see where he goes with it, though. Yeah, please, yeah. yes. And we're, we're finally in the rule of cool. cool. We're, we're finally yeah. in the <laughs> Good point. Yeah. We've been in the rule of cool for several minutes, but we're finally him explaining the rule of cool. So let's, let's see where he goes yeah. with this. Yeah, for sure. 
clear that what they thought should happen in the story should only be whatever seemed like the coolest thing they could possibly do. This results in some strange cutscenes, like this one, where this military leader is asked where troops should go. She then walks away all dramatically and says, To war! Only for the cutscene to end, whereupon she walks back down to where she was, and then starts giving actual orders. It's silly. Yeah, that was that was awkward. This rule of cool. It appears that Halo only borrows elements from pop culture and media that the writers think is cool. The colonial marines and aliens looked cool, so they based their marines off of them. The fact those colonial marines and aliens were insufferable assholes was not brought what? forward into Halo because that was deemed less cool. Wait, the what? Colonial Marines weren't assholes. They what? Were there to do their job, and people were getting in their way. Is he saying they're assholes because they didn't believe Ridley or yeah. uh, Ripley? Ripley? Yeah, I think so. Hmm. Why? Why would they believe Ripley? Like that like makes Rip- no sense. Ripley had been gone for years at that point. And she had been gone so long that her daughter aged and died of old age. So she had been gone somewhere between 60 and 80 years. And wow. nobody had seen a xenomorph besides her daughter. Yeah. Um, no, her daughter time. didn't even see one. No. no, 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 no. She did. She did. Alien Isolation is canon to the story. Oh, geez. I'm talking about the movies. I'm talking about <laughs> Alien and Aliens. I don't know any of the external fiction. So, uh, and and in that regard, okay. So I don't I don't know what you're talking about, but in that regard, the reason the Marines are laughing at her and I guess assholes in his perspective is because it's been nearly a hundred years since her first trek against Alien, and they're like, "You're just a crazy lady. All our mission is is to go to this planet." And reconnect a power converter so that the radio works. You're crazy. And yeah. she's the one saying, like, oh, there's a- aliens, they kill people, blah, 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 acid blood. And they're like, ha, ha, yeah, whatever. Yeah, like I said, they, they're literally just there to do their job, and Ripley's getting in the way of that. Right. And then guess what? As soon as aliens actually show up, they're all like, hey, person with experience, <laughs> what do you think we should do? And they listen to her. So what is yeah. he talking about? Well, I mean, because essentially they start off as assholes. He's not going into the whole aspect that they they don't they eventually don't they eventually come around to her. They're, she's just going off with the idea that they start off as assholes. So what you're saying is this person is leaving out context to why they're being assholes. <laughs> yes, he's getting yes. out context. Yes, I think that ex- describes the whole video, doesn't it? I was just saying, we can go back off of everything that we've heard so far. He's left out a lot of context. <laughs> Let's move on. Hey, Vasquez. Have you ever been mistaken for a man? No. Have you? No, oh, what a great line. That's one of the best moments in the whole movie. It's too bad. <laughs> Dude, she's pause. Okay, so I just want to say on that scene, first off, once again, third time he's done a cutaway that actually has no context to what he's saying. But uh, that's one of the well, best scenes ever. And Vasquez is one of the best characters in that whole movie. Was that supposed to be a speed of them being assholes? Yeah. Because right? they were, uh, they're being misogynistic towards the one female character there. 
But <laughs> yeah, but, so. there's more context to it because they all respect Vasquez. Right? Yeah, yeah she's she's actually like it's just but, camaraderie. Yeah, yeah, exactly, dude. This and Vasquez is like, go ahead. Sorry. I was gonna say this guy's clearly never been in any military setting whatsoever. Like, oh yeah, you're gonna rag and you're gonna harp on each other. Maybe because even like, you don't even have to go military. You play any type of sport, you're gonna get that same kind of uh, exactly, exactly, like angst towards each other. Not angst, but you know, uh, mm-hmm. camaraderie. I guess is the best way, really. Yeah, com- yes, exactly, camaraderie. Because like, it doesn't really matter the situation, but as soon as you have a group of people who all respect each other, you start picking. And she clearly won that argument, right? Because, like, what a great comeback. You ever been mistaken for a man? Well, I don't know. Have you? <laughs> like, like, that's such a good comeback. That's uh, <laughs> so good. Yeah, dude. And, like, Vasquez is, like, probably the most badass member of that whole squad. Uh, next to the sergeant and... Um, that's about it. <laughs> Next to the sergeant. <laughs> Which, uh, sergeant also, so we're going back to the 80s when I guess uh, this whole, like, racism thing wasn't an issue because apparently it is now. And the sergeant was black. And so we have a we have a Hispanic woman who's the most badass member of the squad and we have a black man who's the leader of the squad That's the that's also badass. And, like, he's trying to paint the picture of, like, well, they're assholes because they're being misogynistic. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, there's a lot you could, you could go with, but there's, that, that's for another section. Uh, I don't, yeah, I, I feel like this dude, like you were saying, you can, you can pinpoint any point in this video and be like, out of context? Yeah, out of context, yeah. yeah. Out of context. <laughs> <laughs> Alright, yeah, so these, uh, we're fighting buggers. He said something that I missed right before he started uh, showing this clip. He was saying that they brought in buggers from Ender's Game, and it's gonna continue yeah. on from there. Uh, okay, sure. I don't, I don't really know Ender's Game, but yeah, let's go on. ...enemy that would add some verticality to the shooting gameplay. But what's not brought into Halo is their genocide by humanity worked up into a frenzy of fear. That was deemed significantly less cool. Uh, okay. Um, no, <laughs> no. Their genocide by Ender was in the later books proven to be wrong because yes, the yes, the buggers in Ender's game were attacking humanity, but they didn't come back after their original mother fleet uh, had been wiped out because they were scared of humans at that point, and so humans not wanting to take the risk of them returning with a bigger fleet, decided to use Ender to genocide them. Okay. And it, he, in the book, this, yeah. in the book, and not in the movie, the movie does not do this scene any justice. In the book, he thinks it's a video game because the entire time that he's been in the academy, they've been showing him video game and showing them uh, showing him how to command a fleet properly. But it turns out whenever they're doing this one, it's not a video game at all. It is him actually commanding the fleet and losing life on both sides and then genociding the buggers. Okay. 
Which and then he's saying because the, the genocide took place, that wasn't cool in so they were like, Yeah, we're not gonna do that in Halo. Yeah, so, no, the like Ender has a connection with one of the bugger queen's um eggs that hasn't hatched yet and it picks it up at the end of the book and end of the movie. Um but he has a psychic link between the bugger and it shows that it's afraid of humans and that they didn't want to be around humans anymore at all. Sounds like Starship Trooper. <laughs> a little bit, yeah. Sounds like plagiarism. So my question really then is like, what is his thing of the rule of cool for this? Is that the genocide was the uncool part and they didn't want to include that so they don't show it even though, isn't this like the only Halo we see that particular group of uh, aliens? Yeah, they're only shown in Halo 3. Well, yeah, two, so two and three. Two and three. Are, yeah, two and three and Reach. Uh, Reach. Yeah, yeah, they start in two. I think they're in ODST as well. But yeah. the buggers didn't show up till two. Have you seen them again? Like, I don't remember them in four. I don't remember them in four. Did Halo still come along with the idea of gen- genocide? <laughs> And we say, no, it's uncool because they chose not to do that because it was uncool. It's like, well, if we count the fact that we see these buggers and then proceed forward down the line of the games, we stop doing that. I think think they have it explained at the end of Halo 3 that there was a civil war within the Covenant. Right. Um, And one of the books expands upon it where the buggers go back to their home planet because they don't want to be part of the Covenant anymore. All I know... Because even the uh, the um, grunts, a lot of the grunts def- defect, and so does a lot of the jackals. They're like, eventually yep. becomes just brutes and elites. And then even eventually the elites are like, no, we realize the prophets are a bunch of liars, and they kind of defect too. Yeah. yeah, More or less, yeah. And the I, brutes are the only ones that continue to be the fanatics uh, following the prophets. Yeah. yeah. Well, and some hunters. And some hunters. And jackals. Yeah, but but yeah, the, the like, majority... Enslaved. Well, I, mean, I know the brutes started off as enslaved, and then they eventually become whatever they become. But uh, like, I mean, I technically, like all of them are enslaved. Technically, technically, the technically the the elites, brutes, and prophets are the only ones not enslaved, and then all of the other species are enslaved. But the big thing here is that he's literally saying Ender's game had buggers and they were genocided. In Halo, there's buggers and they weren't genocided. You know what that sounds like to me? Two different stories. <laughs> right? Yeah. <laughs> also, also, where's the plagiarism in this one? Is it literally that they used a creature that could fly? The ter- that no, no, not even creatures that... The, the term. They used the term bugger. Bugger. And which, if, remi- if, if we recall... The drones have their their covenant name, which I don't remember offhand, and humans, in a derogatory term, you know, being racist towards the creatures trying to kill them, call them yeah. buggers. The same way they call the elites, which are saying Healy, squid face. <laughs> yeah. It's a derogatory term that us on Earth came up with. So potentially, this book... Ender's Game exists in the Halo canon. And then to insult these th- creatures, they call them buggers. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. These are two yeah. different stories. That's what I'm hearing. Is he's like, yeah, buggers, you know, in both of these fictions, 
there's things called buggers. But in this one fiction, they weren't killed. So to me, that sounds like two different stories. <laughs> yeah, it's definitely two different stories. Uh, I want to get through the rule of cool, and then we can call it from if, there. If we freaking okay. can. <laughs> yeah. Okay. Sp- spoilers for Ender's Game. <laughs> uh, yeah, I guess... <laughs> And finally, badass soldiers dropping from orbit to kill aliens was taken from Starship Troopers because it was cool looking. All the military fetishization and bravado and heroic music were brought in as well for much the same reason. What was not brought in was the satire. What was not brought in was how the movie uses camp to portray the absurdity of those elements. Halo instead wants okay. those elements to be taken seriously. Call Is Halo not campy? Absurd would take away from its cool factor, after all. Oh, hold on! I I have a clip here that is kind of absurd, and it's from Halo. Okay. Oh, I know what the ladies like, but it's also got the cool factor because it's Sergeant Johnson. Yeah, which was ripped from. That's no Sergeant Johnson's plagiarism. He doesn't count. Wait, have you guys seen the video? Let me pause the video. Oh, okay, it's back there. Holy crap, I had no video. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, okay, look, the thing is, um, I don't understand why he's saying there's no camp in Halo, because I there's definitely think definitely. Halo is campy. It is. It absolutely is, especially with the bravado of Sergeant Johnson. Yeah, right, uh, but he doesn't count because he's plagiarism. Uh, because I, I guess I don't understand the term. So what does camp mean in this this, this whole setting? Do you want to handle this or should I? You go ahead. Okay, so campy would be over-the-top uh, ridiculousness. Like, have you ever seen um, Arnold Schwarzenegger movies? Any of them? Yeah. How there's like Specifically, him as Dr. Freeze in... The oh, Joel that's a, Schumacher Batman uh, yeah. movies. That's yeah, that's camp. But most of Arnold's movies are pretty campy. But yeah, campy would just mean that things are the over the top, uh, exaggerated, unrealistic, and um, cheesy. I think that'd be a good okay. way to put it. That's I don't campy. That terminology and why that means that, but okay, I, uh, I guess yeah. I get it. I'll, I'll, uh, we'll, we'll watch a few campy movies together and I'll, and you'll, you'll understand afterwards. Well, based off what you said, I've watched plenty of campy movies. I just yes. never, that's what that meant. <laughs> yeah, you definitely have. Yeah, for sure. For sure. Uh, but before we continue, uh, I can definitely go another, uh, hour and a half if needed. Uh, James might need to leave, but if you do need to leave before then, I, I can go I... another hour and a half to try and finish this. I can go another hour and a half. Let's see how far we get into this. And, and if we James, need you to... can you can leave whenever you need to leave. Yeah, I was. I don't know if I can go another hour and a half, but I can go for a little bit longer. Right, yeah, let's, let's try and get through this. <laughs> slug through this video. This mess. It's a fray. But remember, Halo is not campy. But this is camp. 
This right here, that's totally camp. Only the elements that they thought were cool, Halo separates those elements from their context, and so separates them from the point their original works were trying to make. Aliens mm -hmm. shows a toxic culture in the military. Ender's Game shows how dehumanizing people leads to thoughtless slaughter. And Starship Troopers captures the absurdity of the idea of a glorious military. Okay, all of that's wrong. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> everything no. he said was wrong. The, the you can't dehumanize something that isn't human. Yeah, and and aliens is not saying that the military is bad. Like, like he was like, oh yeah, aliens. They're making fun of the military. The Ender's Game. It's dehumanizing war or whatever. And so then dehumanizing people and the people he's de describing are the buggers, which are an alien race that we know nothing about. Yeah, and then uh, what's this? Left? Starship Trooper is um, uh, uh, satirizing fascism, and it's like, well, you're wrong there because even though the director was trying to make a satire of fascism, he didn't. Okay, his intention might have been, but he didn't. It's it's a libertarian society, <laughs> so all three things he said are just wrong. Also, Halo is good. I just want to point that out. I like Halo. <laughs> Halo is awesome. Except for five. Specifically five. And four. Four is pretty bad. I can deal a... with four more than I can deal with five. As as can I. And it has a few really cool story moments. But the thing is, overall, four and five both kind of ruin uh, Star Wars. The same way that the sequel, the sequel trilogy of Star Wars kind of ruins the, the prequels. So I, I prefer to think that they don't exist and just have my own canon of the originals. I do want to see how Infinite does and picks up the pieces that have been Yeah, left. Dude, me too. But I have I, I'm black pilled uh when it comes to that. I just uh I'm a narcissist. It's probably not <laughs> gonna be any good. We'll see. But yeah. let's let's continue on yeah, this. Yeah, yeah. I, I just wanted to say he was wrong on all three points. That's all. And by taking from those works without taking in the meaning of those works, Halo culminates in replicating the negative forces those works were pushing against. Halo portrays the military as essentially just a bunch of bros hanging out and having good times. Everyone No it doesn't! <laughs> yeah, yeah, Halo. Halo is a... yeah, exactly, James. Yeah, it's just about a bunch of bros having a good time. Come on now. <laughs> what are you talking about? It's Halo. Like, just people and just having a good time. <laughs> just having a good, there's, there's nothing about the fact that we had to escape from Reach and we happened to encounter an entire army and then we're like, hey, well, let's land on this planet and then the captain gets captured and turned into an alien and yeah, all of our yeah, friends are dying. They, they are also been trying to reach out to the Covenant and be like, hey, we're not enemies. Why are we fighting? What's going on? Yeah, no, dude, it's just a it's just a bunch of bros having a good time, man. And it's just high fives and 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 flexing muscles. Yeah, like, that's... Like they're, it's not like they're just running for their lives trying to survive because the whole story of Halo, at least in the very first one, is that oh man, we're just wanting to live, and this thing came out of nowhere. These groups of people came out of nowhere to murder us for no reason. Yeah, no, no, <laughs> that it. Halo has its situations that you definitely don't want to be in, and it's not hanging out with your bros. Yeah, no, not at all. I would not want to be in the world of Halo. Like, 
Because so many people, just normal people, get murdered. And I don't know about you guys, I'm not part of the military complex, so I wouldn't have joined the military. Yeah, well, I, I also, I love the fact, because you're right, James, but I love the fact that he's showing this Pelican landing scene, being like, bro, it's just a bunch of bros hanging out. And the immediate follow-up to this scene is us doing a Normandy-style beachfront assault where generally everyone dies. <laughs> Except for you, the player. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Also, I want to point out that he said a bunch of bros hanging out. He turned to those four people. <laughs> that does not seem like a good bunch of bros hanging out. No, yeah, so, dude, no, come on, it's Halo, it's just, it's, they eliminated all of the messaging of their, their inspiration, or their plagiarism, to be more accurate for his, his terms, yeah, they eliminated all the plagiarism, of, yeah, go on, sorry, you're not on a military front, and then you see only four people, doesn't that mean that you're in dire straits? <laughs> like, no, it's just a bunch of grunts hanging out. Yeah, no, it's just a bunch of bros, man. Like, come on, there's nothing dire. There's no dire straits oh, here. Okay, yeah. There's no deeper <laughs> meaning. It's just, it's just bros hanging out. <laughs> Halo to me is like living in the 40k universe I love the universes I don't want to live in them right oh yeah I would hate to be in the Halo universe Absolutely hate it. Like I would, I would not want to be in that universe at all. But like, okay, no, there's a bunch of now we know aliens exist. We weren't certain, but we thought they did, you know. But we went. Oh, and it turns out that they want to kill us. Yeah, now they want to just eradicate us for no reason. We haven't even met these people. (laughs) Yeah, and according to First Harvest, we went to uh, peace peace talks to try and actually actually um, what would you call it? Just um, negotiate with them. Yeah, yeah, negotiate. That's the word I was looking for. To negotiate with him. And the Covenant immediately started firing upon us. Yep, because their yeah, their religious uh, hierarchy deemed us unworthy because uh, truth, regret, and uh, mercy uh, all had r- discovered through some of their technology that we were the uh, forerunners offspring in a sense and they were like that's going to disrupt our hierarchy so we need to actually eradicate the humans but so we as humans were like hey we're we're cool with aliens showing up that's awesome man it's good to see you guys uh we we didn't think we were alone in the galaxy and then they were like yeah no we're gonna kill all of you and then the war started yeah and the way he's yeah. trying to make it portray Halo, though, is that we started off as a group just being like, we do what we want, look at us military, oh, look, aliens, let's go kill them, those defenseless right. bastards, because yeah. he's trying to use Starship Starship mm-hmm. Troopers, trying to use aliens, all of those as examples of, like, yeah, they took away from them and then didn't even pick their best part, which is... Just oh, like Halo! <laughs> yeah, honestly, I think the best part of the, the other, those movies, though, is that if you really want to break it down, separate Halo from them, is they didn't try to reach out and have contact with these groups. They were just like, oh my god, let's murder these things. Oh, in, in, in Starship Trooper, they do try and reach out and talk to the bugs. That's yeah, why they have... After, uh... Is it after they go to war with them for a while? No, um, before the war... And then after the 
like as the war progressed, they still tried to negotiate. That's why they had the psychic no. Uh, users. No, no, you're wrong. They they tried to talk to the bugs before the war. That's what he said. They yeah no before the war they try to talk talk to the bugs. Um, they then start charting star maps, saying these are bug infested zones. Uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's the Catholics decide that they're going to set up a colony on a planet that the government says, "Hey, it'd be good if you don't," but they do, and then the bugs wipe them off the face of the map, and then the humans are like, "Well, we need to." Uh, do something about defenses. They don't even say we need to recapture the planet because they were already like, hey, that's a, that's a bad idea. And they're like, but, you know, how do we satiate the people? They don't even start a military strike. But then the Earth gets hit with a meteor that the bugs launched. And they're like, oh, okay, yeah, we actually have to fight these guys. But, yes, they are open to peace talks throughout the whole the whole process. Okay, yeah. so all, all three of them have the same thing, is that they eventually, or, well, at least... Star Troopers and this and Halo have the same thing of like we don't want to actually confront you and fight. We're going to see if we right. can. But uh, you you were also <laughs> you were also wrong about the Catholics. It was the Mormons. Oh uh, yeah, you're right. It was the Mormons. Yeah, yeah, you're right. It was the Mormons. <laughs> Freaking Mormons set up a colony on a planet that we said hey, it's a bad idea. You shouldn't go there. There could be bugs, and then the bugs kill them. And we're like, ah, crap, we told them not to do it. Then the bugs launch freaking missiles, essentially, you know, asteroids at Earth. And we're like, ah, okay, we gotta go to war. But we're totally open to peace talks. Completely different than Halo. (laughs) Completely freaking different than Halo. Yeah, the peace talks don't come until uh, after Chief meets Arbiter. Essentially, yeah. Yeah, basically, it's only a splinter cell of the Covenant mm-hmm. that have defected. Yeah, it's basically just Sanghealy that come to the peace talks and agree to peace with Earth, where the rest of the Covenant say, nah, we're going to still fight the Earthlings. Yeah, I mean, in, even in the, like if we go to the books, when they do do their peace talks, the Sanghealy allow them to go to their home planet and be like, yeah, you can meet our ambassadors and all this, and we can start setting up actual relations. Yeah. Yep. No, no. What are you guys talking about? No, it's just a bunch of bros, <laughs> <laughs> like high fiving and then shooting down and killing aliens without second thoughts, with no remorse. Just going. Yeah, it. yeah. No remorse. It's just these guys are evil, so clearly we kill them. Like there's no, <laughs> there's no morals. There's no, there's no second thought about the justification of this. What are you talking about? <laughs> it's not like there's a group of humans in the games that are constantly against the war and want to have peace with the Covenant? No, never, no. <laughs> that sounds like plagiarism. <laughs> yeah, wanting peace is plagiarism. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Wanting peace is plagiarism. There's plenty of stories where people want peace. Halo's just plagiarizing. And we clearly... <laughs> Clearly, in this video, we do not accept any plagiaristic aspects. We only focus on the aspects that are original. Therefore, this is the worst game series ever made. All right, so let's see if he gets to the, the, the Normandy. Are we still in the rule of cool? Oh my yeah. god. <laughs> oh it's, my it's god. One of the longest parts. Yeah, let's. Parts. 
Yeah, let's go on. Let's go. This is awful. Having fun in the Marines, right? Just having fun with the Marines. Oh, yeah, baby. oh he. Oh, Feeling pause. Holy crap. Okay, uh, pause. Back it up a second. Uh, yeah, baby, see? <laughs> Uh, no, I just, I just, I have to say we have to pause here because we just, I spent the time at least, and we all talked about it. The fact that he's like, oh, just hanging out in bros with the Marines as we're on the Pelicans. And I was pointing out that, yeah, for the scene of the game where we land on a beachfront like storming Normandy and he cut the footage. Oh, yeah. Before we land. It doesn't it doesn't fit the narrative. Exactly. Scene. Yep. Yep. A separate <laughs> scene where there's no... Yeah, because it doesn't fit the narrative. And so he, he goes to a separate that, scene. He just, he just wanted that Marine to say, oh, yeah, baby. <laughs> like, okay. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you're absolutely... <laughs> exactly. They're just having fun. Okay, that's all. I just wanted to point that out because that pissed me off. <laughs> encourages the player to mercilessly wipe out levels on levels of enemy forces because they are the enemy. They are alien. Yep. Anything purple has got to be destroyed. Well, it's not just because they're alien. They're trying to kill us. Oh, okay. Yeah. All right. Sure. Yeah. Because we're, we're, we're killing. sleeping Because like, yeah, this is just murder. Look at how terrible you are in this game. Yeah. We're barbarians that slaughter. It's not like if the grunts wake up, there's just waves after wave of them that can easily kill you. Yeah. yeah. Well, look, the thing is that you're clearly violating the G- Geneva Convention because you're killing a sleeping soldier. Is the Geneva uh, Convention even in the uni- in the Halo universe? It has to be, right? I don't well, know. I have a question, though. Is the does the Geneva Convention count towards uh, towards a group of species that you have no clue and they refuse to talk to you about? The Geneva Convention, as far as I'm aware, only applies to people that come to the United Nations talk. Yeah, and since they refuse to talk to you at this point, right. they're just a hostile force. No matter if they're sleeping or not, they're a hostile yeah. force that will just kill you on sight. So uh, right. Right, but doesn't it paint his picture so well that the Marines in Halo are fascists because they're willing to kill sleeping enemies? I mean, I guess it does, but it also doesn't show the fact that, you know, um, no matter what you do, like, because there's not a scene in Halo where you can just walk around aimlessly with the aliens and then not shoot at you. Yeah, I mean, clearly he's also <laughs> cut out the fact that if you walk in this room, and make a lot of noise and don't kill the sleeping grunts, they immediately wake up and shoot you. Yeah, and if you have the game on, they cut, he cut that out. Just yeah, exactly. He cut that out. That all of them are clearly hostile, and there's no enemy that is not hostile, except for the Easter egg um, enemies. Like the, there's a couple grunts throughout the games that you can actually run up to, uh, and they'll just talk to you, and they won't do anything, and there's no reason to kill them. Yeah, and you so, and the player generally don't end up killing them if you run into them. Right. And you're just like, oh, that's cool. Why, yeah, why would you? They, they're funny. <laughs> why would you kill them? They, they're just talking to you, and you're like, okay, cool, yeah. bye. Yeah, bye, guys. I don't know what you're doing. I'm glad you're not shooting at me. See you later. Yeah, yeah. Just let, let's cut that out and show Master Chief murdering sleeping people and be like, look how fascist he is. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. All right, let's see what goes on. <laughs> 
Now, granted, that brute was taking a piss. ...the idea of war. Heroic music swells as the player achieves feats of daring and bravery. What could be better than fighting... I'm not going to deny that. ...the sake of all of humanity in the face... It is romancing war. I won't deny that. Oh, I gotta pause here. I gotta pause here because of the music. Yeah. Well, uh, first off, that's inaccurate. Go back and play Halo 2. Uh, there's no lyrics. It, yeah, it plays no, no. It plays a song without lyrics in this part. It's mm. it's the right song. It's "Blow Me Away." There's no lyrics. He added in the uh, Halo soundtrack version that has lyrics. Uh, breaking, I think it's "Breaking Benjamin." If I'm not mistaken, they wrote this yep. song, and it has lyrics. And on the Halo soundtrack, it has the lyrics. But in the video game, it just plays the music no lyrics also on the end credit scene it plays the lyrics i don't think you're right to be honest i had to go back <laughs> and replay it i, had to play I don't, it in the I don't think you're Halo right I, find out. I i no it's not on uh if you're talking about playing it on the uh the new uh master chief, master chief collection? collection yeah no on the master chief collection it's completely different and no it doesn't have it and it actually doesn't have the breaking benjamin song it does. It it has the non-lyric version if you go back to the original Xbox graphics. Oh, okay. Because I know they added a new song for this, and I guess that's in the the new new graphics. But uh, on my version, because I literally just beat this a couple months ago, I played through the game. Uh, uh, I I played Halo Two. I beat it on Legendary again, the hardest Halo on Legendary. I beat yeah. it. What's what's up? What's that? Sniper jackals. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I, I be I, this is a, this is a humble brag that I, I beat it like the fourth or fifth time. You don't have uh, a humble brag. Get to the point. <laughs> my my point is that this part does not have lyrics, and when you beat the game, it does not have the song over the credits. It, it's it's actually, uh, if I'm not mistaken, it's um, Incubus plays over the credits. You might be right on that one because yeah. I remember there two being two rock bands that are yeah it, yeah. Yeah, Incubus and Breaking Benjamin. All right, let's continue. My let point me, here, let me skip this. Yeah, yeah, you should probably just skip this. But my my point here is that why it's just a question because I don't really have an answer. It's just a question. Why are you playing this section of the game, but you're using the Halo soundtrack version of it? Is that is that because you haven't played this part of the game? Is that because you're unfamiliar with it? Because yeah, I'm assuming he's played through it all. But I'm just saying, like, okay, so you're playing the correct song, but the wrong version of it. Yeah. So is your is, it has to have been kind of recent if he has the... It was like so seven months ago. Okay. Yeah, it's, it's pretty recent. All right, let's continue. The world of Halo is militarized and led by a fascist regime, yet the games never truly... I wonder why it's militarized. ...to defeating the Covenant. The evil Covenant justifies the militarized fascist state. In Halo, all this authoritarianism is saving humanity. And by... Pause. Freaking pause. Okay, why is it militarized? Does it have to do with an alien race showing up and starting to annihilate colonies? Yeah. Could that be a reason? 
that all of a sudden there's a militarization to stop them? You know, we lost Onyx, we lost Harvest, and then we lost Reach. And they yeah. were on their way to Earth, and they made it to Earth in Halo Two. <laughs> is is there is that a good enough reason to all of a sudden be like, hey, we should draft soldiers and kill these things before humanity is wiped out? Yeah, that's not a good enough reason. <laughs> yeah, self preservation obviously is not a good reason. No, it's a yeah. fascist state, the military, the militaristic state. It's not a good reason. Oh my god, this is making me so angry. This dude is is so terrible. People don't even have to join the military. No, it's not a requirement. There's not even a draft. No draft was declared. Nope, they're just asking people to join. They're like, can you help us save our planet, our our race? Yes! Exactly! There's no draft. It's literally like, hey, here's what's going on. It turns out we encountered aliens, and they're attacking us. We need people to fight, and people sign up to fight. Yep. Some people didn't believe it on Earth either. They were like, no, that's not a thing, because we've not seen these aliens. And once aliens start showing up on Earth, they're like, okay, we really need to start doing things. Mm -hmm. Now, is is Halsey wrong about taking the kids whenever they're young? Possibly. Yeah, yeah, oh yeah. no, yes, yeah, yes, Halsey is wrong. That is a war crime. Yeah, yeah. I won't even, I won't defend Halsey and, and creating the Spartans. Had she not, humans would have lost, but I'm not defending what she did. Exactly. <laughs> I just, I don't understand this man and his being like, this is a terrible game because uh, he's listening to things that don't make sense. And he claims that he loves the game. Yeah, uh, he's a liar. I I don't even claim that I love the game. I know more, and I actually enjoy the storyline for this thing. <laughs> and wouldn't lie to the people who've never played this game and been like, "It's a fascist game." Oh, let's 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 keep going. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, suppressing revolts in colonial states by kidnapping children, training them through childhood to be soldiers, forcibly implanting them with cybernetic and biological enhancements, and then giving the survivors a suit of armor instead of no, no. No! Hold on. The whole military was doing that, which we just went over the fact that it was just all of them. Okay, hold on. Back it up. Back it up. Let's hear it again, and then I'll immediately... uh, I'll I'll start talking. Hold on, yeah. Back it up, because I just want to make sure that I get this right. Yet the games never truly criticized this. All focus is paid to defeating the Covenant. The evil Covenant justifies the militarized fascist state. In Halo, all this authoritarianism mm-hmm. is saving humanity. And we already discussed all this being wrong. I mean suppressing revolts in colonial states by kidnapping children, training them through childhood to be soldiers, forcibly implanting them with cybernetic and biological enhancements, and then giving the survivors a suit of armor. Okay, instead. okay. He, he, he actually was right on that. <laughs> he, was, he was right. I, I thought he said something that was wrong. We addressed the part he was wrong on. But when it came to suppressing revolts and then making super soldiers, he was right. That was actually during human civil war that the Spartans were made. Yeah, yeah so he, he's, he's right on that. The human civil war was going on before the Covenant were not right. to be wiping out the colonies. But the thing right. that he's wrong about in that sentence is the timeline. He's literally making it sound like it was do- we were doing this because of the Covenant. It's like, no... No, Halo does go out of the way to be like, no, Halsey was totally wrong and not correctly doing this during the time period it was taking oh. place. Yeah, no, but, I didn't I didn't think that's what he was trying to say. I thought he was trying to say that according to the books before there was no, even no, alien invasion. No, his literal words were, he's like, 
the game doesn't go over it in the sense he's like they they make they make the excuse that it's okay for us to go to a military state because of the evil covenant and oh no and doing this it's like no that's not right no yeah. they never condo- uh, never actually yeah condones what uh, Halsey does they actually yeah. condemn it and they're like yeah, it, no. it like, might be it, it it might be more to his point if he knew better yeah like, <laughs> to be like <laughs> yeah it, it might be more to his point if he knew better to be like before there was even aliens they were squelching yeah. rebellions and making super soldiers and kidnapping children it's like yeah it was yeah. terrible wasn't it that it was, was awful, awful. but like, you're no. right he's he's putting it in the reverse order where yeah, it's like, it like look how fascist can't... they are and then look at this war. They're awful monsters for protecting themselves. Again, we've already went over that, but still. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Where it's like, no, I mean, if it was in that order, then kidnapping children, I would still be against, but I would have a much different outlook on where it's like, I get why you broke the rules to try and yes. save humanity. But yeah, in the order you, of the story, what? sorry, say that again. It's like, yeah, it's like, I agree with you because it's like, but it was like, I don't agree with you, but yeah, it's whatever if it's necessary to save humanity. But when you did this in the actual story line order, you were in the wrong. Hey, yeah, exactly, exactly. That that's I don't even have to say anything else because yes. All right, but let's continue. <laughs> Instead of condemning, the game justifies all this because it gives humanity a means of waging war. Hey, we'll call the kids Spartans because Spartans were kind of similar and Spartans were cool. Let's not think too much about it, okay? Oh, and we'll show that this process worked by turning their eyes blue. Wonder what that's about. Is that a white supremacy? Nah, surely it's coincidence. And- What? No, what? That was literally taken on by the freaking creators of that TV series. That had nothing to actually do with the characters or what they did. Their oh, eyes actually doesn't really change with the with the enhancements. Yeah. And plus, taking... there are multiple people of all races that are super yep. soldiers that are Spartans. Heck, yep. Sergeant Johnson is a Spartan one. I mean, well, yes, Sergeant Johnson is a Spartan one. And then on top of that, uh, do you guys remember, I don't know if you read Reeves, but Rahim? Uh, Rahim? Yeah, the one who ends up in the wheelchair and starts working for Oni. Yeah. He was a Spartan 2 that was totally Indian as hell. <laughs> yeah, so I was yeah. trying to say, you mean the Indian guy? <laughs> and then you have Jun, you have George, and then yeah. you have uh, Kat, like, which are yeah, all and, different races. Yeah, because yeah, then you're yeah. actually, the, uh, the lore gets past the point of... Um, race in the sense of where you're born on earth and then eventually gets to the point of what planet you're from like yeah. it's beyond just earth-born races and it's like oh you're born on this planet well you're also a spartan you're born yeah you could be a spartan too like there's no there's no prerequisite <laughs> like that's ridiculous well, well, there was definitely a prerequisite, <laughs> the prerequisite for, okay yeah for, for spartan twos yeah spartan ones had no prerequisite and then spartan threes have no prerequisite spartan twos were the yeah oh yeah yeah spartan threes and four one three and four had no prerequisite the only reason spartan twos had prerequisites is because of halsey and we can all sit here and criticize halsey and say you were wrong and what you did was bad like, because yeah. there's, there's really, there's really no, 
praising her. The only praise she can get is that you did win the war. <laughs> yeah, that, that's it. And she made Cortana. Okay. Right. Yes, but the thing that you could also give her is I actually really like Halsey's speech when uh, Oni comes up and they're like, "We're gonna put you on a tribunal. They're like, we're gonna we're gonna talk to you about your crimes of war." She was like, "All of you are just as guilty as I am." Mm-hmm. <laughs> She's like, you can throw this on me, but you came to me and asked me about something about your Spartans one, and it's like I told you how to make it better. It's like it may not have been just, it may not, or it may not have been ethical, it may not have been moral, but you all came to me and agreed upon what I said. And so it's like I love that speech because it's like even if you look at it as her being a terrible human being, really everyone was a terrible person. Yep, and everyone around he, her, right? He could have had a way better argument if he just went with the book line, uh, yes, instead of the video game process, and then what's with this blue eye changing thing? That's really an only, isn't it? Like, weird movie website. I'd never even like heard that. of that. Yeah, that's well, what we call. Yeah, it was in one of the weird episode shows where it's like, oh uh, yeah, I never heard of that. Really um, yeah, it's not, they don't say anything about it. It's literally they just show that. And it was like, why? That was weird. So is so you're you're saying that since. Bungie stepped away from Halo. They've added new lore. Yeah. What do you mean? And he's and he's okay. So Cyrak knows what I'm talking about. So so he's pulling from new lore to condemn all of the lore. Yes. Yes. He's definitely pulling from new lore to condemn the. Okay. He can make some strong arguments for the point that it seems like he's trying to make about the fascist state. He can make some strong points if he knew more of the Halo lore. Yeah, because, because we... Right, go ahead, go ahead. The eye-changing colors doesn't happen. All it does with the enhancements is increase your range of sight. Well, wait, why does the eye turn blue? No, no, again, that's why... Oh, no! Is that, that was just a random thing they chose to do. And I think they did okay. it because uh, there's a sentence in one of the books that we know that Master Chief's eyes are blue. That's the only thing that we know. Yeah, his, his eyes were blue before he was exactly. captured he was a, and was turned blue, into a super soldier. Blue-eyed, sandy, blonde-headed kid. That's what we. I thought he had brown hair. Are you sure? Are you sure? I yeah, thought he had brown like, hair. It's like a sandy blonde. Yeah, it's a dark. Oh, okay. It's a dark blonde. That's oh crap! Brown. So he's he is an Aryan. So are yeah, are all the Spartans Aryans? Well, so they're all no. super mentioned. No, no, no. Spartan Chief is a technically a muddled Aryan. He still probably wouldn't be considered as a true Aryan because he also has freckles. Yeah, the Nazi. Oh, you're right. Yeah, the Nazis would have killed him. Yeah. Yeah. Like, he's not like, <laughs> Okay. But see, the point is that even the last time that we paused this, where we were saying you could do better, and here's our arguments, like, we basically st- steel manned. We steel manned his argument to be like, here's greater points you could make. But he has so ignored them and gone this whole other direction that it's like, oh, nope, you still lost me. You're still yeah, wrong. This is not a fascist state, this, or this is not a fascist military state that they're in. This is, and we're not ignoring the covenant as the bad. We're not using the covenant as the baddies as an excuse to do this. There's still a government in place. The only thing that we follow in Halo is the military government, which isn't even a true government. They're just the military. Like, yeah, yeah. like I said, they're <laughs> basically the UN because it's the UNSC that yeah. have control of the extra. Extraterrestrial military. Yeah. They are the only ones that have that. While the other governments on Earth and throughout the rest of the 
galaxy has their own government. Earth is unified under one government. It is, but the thing is, the UNSC is not the government. Right, you're right. But it it is united (laughs) under, like, the UN, where it's the United Nations, and the UNSC is the United Nations Space uh, Marines, essentially. And then ONI is the Office of Naval Intelligence, because space is considered Navy instead of Air Force. Uh, but then, yeah, each of the planets, the reason that Spartans were made and all that crap is because all of the individual planets pulled a, an America and said, we're so far away from you that we think we should govern ourselves <laughs> and, yeah, and then just pulled was- Americas and became their own planets. And like, so and we can go on, go on. And you can argue that there's technically the UNSC, UNSC was like, yeah, that's fine. Do you because we're not going to govern over you. The only thing, the only time they stepped in was when they started attacking other planets and actually being right. rebels. Right, right. Like, as soon as there was actual yeah. rebel factions, the UNSC was like, okay, we actually have to deploy military. But even uh, if you want to argue a military fascist state, it's like, that doesn't make sense. Even before the war, the only thing that yeah, I think you're right. is the fact that they stole children. Yeah, Halsey, Halsey's program shouldn't have existed, and it was tyrannical for her to do something like that and evil. And we condemn Halsey and her actions. Everything else that this guy has argued is wrong, and yeah. F him for making yeah. these arguments because he doesn't know what the crap he's talking about. We could definitely argue a lot stronger of a point than what he's doing, but let's continue. Yeah, continue yeah, let's go on. Let's go yeah, on. Let's the rule of cool. Now yeah, God, the rule of cool. The chosen race, inheritors of a great legacy, and are destined to control the galaxy? Okay, all this stuff is starting to add up in a direction. I'm not Don't you dare say Nazi. Are you? It's starting to seem I as though one of the them. messages Halo wishes to impart on its audience is that fascism is good, maybe? If so, how does it interact with its primary point that religious fanaticism is bad? All right, Val, you're up. Oh, no, we're back to this. Wow, this is an interesting looking character. I would yep. call them slug. I'd say they're really kind inside, but years of being treated as an ugly has made their personality twist and become as ugly as they look. What no. on earth is what? happening? Is, what? Is he, I, is he trying to get... Uh, go ahead, go ahead. I was going to say, I don't have anything to respond to this because this is clearly nothing. There's no, there's no evidence displayed for the argument being presented, so I have nothing exactly. to say. Like, yeah. the prophets themselves... Are as ugly as they are on the outside as the who as cares? The inside. Who who cares well, that they're ugly? Why is she calling them? Go on. Well, I was gonna say the thing is that you're using the ugly as in the sense of like you know don't be ugly, you know like nope, so, no idea what you're talking about. You know, you were telling me when you were growing up, no one told you not to be ugly, like to be mean. Oh, don't yeah, okay, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And so like the whole thing is that they're ugly on the inside, uh, outside. And they're as ugly on the inside now as they are on the outside because apparently people were bullies to them and mean to them, and now they're mean. And it's like, no, clearly they were shitty people to begin with because they bought into whatever religious nonsense they wanted and then proceeded to not just buy into it, but to steam ahead and start killing people and enslaving others in order to get their goal. It's like, they were clearly ugly creatures to start off with if that's what they went with in order to start feeling better about whatever. Because yeah. like, the whole thing is they eventually learn that they aren't 
the chosen ones. The covenant isn't the chosen ones. Oh, it's these humans. Well, let's just kill them so they're no longer the chosen ones, and then we'll fall to us on default. All right, let's let's get through this section because I don't yeah. want to pause on this one again. Yeah, I don't nobody I don't likes like them now. They have a high sense for fashion, but feel oppressed because nobody wants to see them dress up. They info dump this on every new girlfriend, which causes them to leave. They were only there for his gem collection, anyways. What the crap? Lower body. They yeah, look after the halo ring that. and don't let anyone, never mind a human, talk shit about the empire. Have you? What? What? What was? <laughs> it's supposed to be somebody that does not know anything about it, and right. given such small doses of information. That they can draw that conclusion, dude. But yeah. but the thing is that she said they're they're well dressed or have high fashion or something, and then went on. That's clearly uh, this the guy making this video, right? Because he also made the robot girl that's supposed to be the audience. Yeah. Uh, he's trying to to assert that the prophets are Nazis, and I don't think that's true. Like no the, no 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 no. Yeah. Humans are the Nazis. Yeah, the prophets are religious, religious zealots. Yeah. Okay. Wait. So, it, okay. Yeah. So, is he about to defend the the aliens? Is being like, well, actually, they're the good guys. Is that what we're doing here? Well, if you listen to the rule of cool, what he's been going through, he has been defending the Nazis, and they are not the Nazis. He covenant and been basically calling. <laughs> he's been defending the Nazis. <laughs> <laughs> he's been defending the covenant. And basically calling the humans Nazis, a, a, a fascist regime. Yeah, yeah, they're, yeah, they're a fascist regime. Yeah. And like, so he has literally throughout the rule of court been defending the covenant, and so the ending of that was like basically the end is, oh yeah, so these guys aren't actually bad; they just were mistreated, and now they go and do these terrible things, and so because they did all these terrible things, they oh, just... right, because they look ugly. So yeah, exactly. clearly, yeah. So okay, that's what she was so trying to say, they... right? They, so clearly they've been oppressed because of their looks. Yeah. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. no. That's not yeah. where we're going with this, is it? Oh, no. Yeah. Uh, okay, let's go on. <laughs> Ever taken a good hard look at the Halo logo? Don't you dare! <laughs> don't you dare bring the Islamic symbol back into this! <laughs> a third freaking time! <laughs> This is gonna be the, every break. He's gonna be like, "Look at the Islamic." <laughs> it seems like it. The freaking seems like it. I'm, I'm, oh, I'm so mad. I am so beyond mad right now. This dude is pissing me off. <laughs> what? What the fuck? You thank you, John Tron. Yes. Yep. <laughs> Oh my god. Let's take a look back at the Halo logo. Because you know it's the Islamic star. Oh my god. Alright, let's, let's get through this. Do you think it's intended to be reminiscent of an Islamic star? No! <laughs> no! They want to allude to Islam isn't referenced in Halo, not that I've seen Oh anyway. my god. Could it be that... Nah, it couldn't. Could it? No, it's not! If the time period and environment... Oh my Halo god. Religion, no, you're wrong! The early Pause! The Pause! No, this is not when Halo was developed. 
Halo yeah. was developed in the late 90s, and it was supposed it was... to be on the Microsoft operating system. Halo oh, okay. started development on the Mac in oh, yeah. 1997, uh, or 96 uh, even. Yes, but it was eventually bought out by Microsoft to be developed on the Xbox. It started being publicized in its development in 1998. It finished development in November of 2001 and was released. So it actually finished development earlier than that. So I get how he can use 2001 as, as a time period because it was released in 2001. But it was developed and completed well before November. Well before. Well, I don't know how much before, but well before. Uh, so it was completed in November, but then... You it, it was released. It was September. released in November. True. So it had to have been... So stores got their copies about a month prior to release. Uh, well, to be generous, let's say two weeks. Yeah, two, two weeks. weeks. Let's two, say two weeks. weeks. So that means so that September. it was finished and in its final production phase... Before 9-11. I would think so. I, I would think so. That it went into um, gold, as they call it in the industry. It went into gold, which means that they're starting to make copies of it. Because, you know, we all, we get copies of the game, not the actual made game. So the made product was sent into gold to be reproduced. And it was reproduced, and you have to calculate how many thousands of copies they made and how long it takes to burn them and how long each company can burn each of the things to make the amount that they made and so on and so forth and then shipping to ship them from here to there and all of that process. There's no way, in my mind, I could be wrong, there's no way that September 11th, 2001 influenced the development of this game at all because it would have been finished and sent to print before this. Now, granted, it might have been sent to print after 9-11. There's no time to reprogram and rewrite the entire story in this short of a time period. Well, even, even if he... Let, okay, let's say the development for Halo started this, uh, when he's trying to say that the development started... When the game came out release-wise, does he think it takes two months to, to develop a game so complex with actors voicing everything? Oh my god, does he? Like, does oh, he? <laughs> the, yeah, October to September and the game's made? <laughs> like, and released? <laughs> okay, okay, yeah, November, it was released in November, so September, October, November. Okay, it was released in November, but like you're saying... So October comes around, and then we finish the game after nine eleven. So after September ninth, uh, and then all of a sudden, or, or September eleventh. Sorry, yeah, after yeah. September eleventh, we develop the game and get it mass printed and released within 40, 40 days. Yeah. <laughs> like, wow! Holy crap! No, there's there's no way there was enough time. <laughs> between this terrorist attack and the release of the game for them to go back and rechange all of the iconography, all of the morals, all of the themes, uh, all of the setting, t- 
to reflect Middle East <laughs> terrorists attacking the United States. There's no way. That just doesn't make any sense. Is the timeline doesn't the, make sense. Is he saying the covenant are, are Islam? That's, that is totally what's happening here. That is told. That's exactly why George Bush was brought up. Come on, you know it. I know it. Hold on, hold on, hold on. Let's see. Let's see. Yeah, I could. Okay, okay. I could be wrong. I could be wrong. Can you back it up before Bush showed up on the screen? That freaking jerk. I don't like. <laughs> all right, all right. Let's hear him out. I won't. Pause. Yeah. I'll let him. Yeah. Let's. Statement. Yeah. Let's get through this whole quote. I'm curious if the time period and environment Halo was the early 2000s where yep. 9-11 attacks marked the beginning of a war on terror and a wave of Islamophobia influenced the narrative of Halo. I ponder whether or not in their effort to portray religion as a deadly malevolent force hellbent on the destruction of civilization they based their depiction of a scary alien religion on their fears of the scary foreign religion of Islam. The f- okay. Okay. Yeah, yep. no, everything he, that we he just did. said. Yep. He, did. <laughs> he thinks the game is done that quickly. <laughs> <laughs> okay, look. Okay, in his, I'll, I'll steel man him. I'll steel man him. Well, the 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 first thing I want to say is, uh, no. Because <laughs> you know he's like, here's the question. Here's a question. I ponder if it's this way or that way. Answer: No. <laughs> it's no. Yeah, it's yeah, not that. Yeah, just no, no. But in his defense, okay, Halo Two is when we get more in touch with how the Covenant are portrayed. In Halo One, it's kind of a mystery. Halo Two, we actually learn the religious structure because if we're gonna yeah. n- negate everything that we know beforehand, so is Halo Two an Islamic uh, terror fate? Is that the right way? Where it's like a terroristic caliphate? Is is Halo yeah. 2's covenant based on that? Don't know. We have to go back and look at all the production time. But we gotta remember, Halo 2's production time was more hectic than Halo 1's. Halo 2's production started as soon as Halo 1 was launched. It, it was. Which is before they November. They so much extra stuff yeah. out. I'm saying they started before November, though. And we're like, we want to, you know, anyways, yeah. Um, but well, okay, so could, aside, yeah, go on. I was going to say, timeline aside, we're still thinking about the fact that they, they were just developing the story built upon a story that they already done, right? So with that being said, they were just continuing a story. Right. Well, we know that the first one has nothing to do with that at all. Absolutely, yeah. And so if they're just continuing the story, then we can almost definitely come to the conclusion that clearly the second one had nothing to do with that either. Even if okay. you can throw in, even if you can say during development, they threw in some aspects towards that because that's what was going on in the world. But like Bungie's team is a pretty big team at that time period. So we can assume that there was a huge variety of people that weren't thinking anything about Let's be honest, anything about what was going on in the world because they're trying to figure out how to make aliens a certain particular way. They're trying to figure out new ships. Right. Their head head first dived into a computer typing code. Yeah, not even thinking anything about what's going on in the world. Right, because there's not enough time in the day to think about something happening outside of the country. Uh, yeah, like, you know, when they're they're based in Seattle, so they're on 
the opposite coast of where the terrorist attack happened. How, yeah. Why would they even think to have time? Like I'm sure, I'm sure they mourned like everyone else when 9/11 happened. Yeah, sure, yeah. I don't think they freaking went to their games and were like, now we're going to write something gritty and dirty about 9-11 and how we're going to kill Islamic people. What? No. Yeah, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to change Halo entirely to be anti-Muslim. Okay, I'm good. Because fuck Islam. (laughs) Halo, the anti-Islam franchise that we all know and love. Yeah, no, it's definitely not that. No, okay, look, to Steelman's argument, I could see how potentially Halo 2, uh, the storyline, was developed post 9-11, so it could have been influenced by it. Okay? It, It could have been influenced by it. I'm not sure that it really is. I don't think that it really is, but it could have been. And I, I think mean, that that's something it. worth exploring. It's something worth exploring, and I'd like to see his argumentation for it. But the thing is, I if his argumentation is poor, I'm not going to agree. Well, his argumentation is already poor, and I can assume that he's going to make one about the second game, which he's making one about all of the games. So, Yeah, yeah so far know, he I, has been saying all the games, and he's been wrong. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's going to be a poor argument anyways. All right, let's see what he knows on this thing. Yeah, I, I'm assuming he's wrong. Yeah. Sorry, go on. ...of the story for religion of Islam. <laughs> the first hey, video game was released on November 15th, 2001 as a launch mm-hmm. game for the original Xbox. This was a little over nine weeks after the 9-11 attacks. Video game development is a long process, and the development of Halo was no exception. It is incredibly unlikely that Halo Combat Evolved was so influenced by the wake of 9-11. Oh, yeah, so we're right. Noting that Islamophobia was not a consequence of 9-11, and that it existed in our society for a long time. As it oh, really? Oh, uh, oh, really? Okay, well, no, he's not entirely wrong. Islamophobia has been, been a part, but like, I still, again, don't think that's... That's the, the whole connotation that they were going with as a developing group. No. It's just, it's just silly. What do you mean Islamophobia has been around? Okay, hold on. Yeah, no, give me give me some arguments. What are you talking about? Before 9-11, when were we Islamophobic? Islamophobia has always been a fear of people in the Middle East doing their thing, right? We've been dealing with them since even Operation Desert Storm, all that kind of nonsense. We've been like, dealing with them since the founding of our nation. Yeah, yeah like we've really been dealing with the Islam, Islamic people for so long that, yes, there is a kind of fear that has de- developed, but our generation didn't have that fear until 9-11. That's why you're looking at it. It's like, ah, oh, we don't have that fear, but it's really our generation. Okay, that that okay well, is- and the, the guys that made Halo are not from our generation. They're from exactly. the last generation. Exactly. They're Gen Xers. Right. Yeah, and so there's, yes. still, like, there's always been a fear of, like, think about, like, even the older movies. We kind of point as, as uh, anyone who's Indian or wears turbans or anything like that. It's kind of weird, and we always make them jokes that are but racist comments stores them in movies, older movies especially. Like, there's a lot of uh, racism. Oh, my goodness. So you can kind of say that, yes, we've it's, had an Islamic fear, but it's not it's, really that strong. Is Halo, is Halo racist? Uh, I don't know. Let's see if he'll point it out. I think he might. But hold on. Okay, so Islamophobia. 
you're saying it's been going back. Cyrus, you said it's been going back as far as the beginning of our nation. So over 250 years ago, we were Islamophobic. So no, we weren't Islamophobic. We so the way that it works is we had trade boats that were going out into the Middle East and into the into the Mediterranean and such, uh, trading, not just normal trading, not the slave trade. Yeah, I actually uh, I know exactly what you're talking about, but I wanted you to answer the question. So go we on. had trade vessels go out there and start trading around with all the nations within the Mediterranean, and mm-hmm. our vessels were constantly getting attacked by by the Islamic uh, religion and the people of the Middle East, and that's a, that's a way sent, to put it. Yeah, yeah. Um, so we sent out delegates out there to see what was going on. And they came back and said, yeah, no, we had to protect our vessels because they deem us unworthy of being in that area. The first, uh, the first, uh, military budget, I guess, or the, the first budget for the American government was actually to pay off the caliphate of the middle East. And we would pay them money. Um, every year, but they continued to pirate, uh, to do piracy on our ships. And I forget who it was, but one of our senators eventually said, well, this is stupid. They're continuing to rob us, even though we're paying them to not rob us. So instead of paying them, let's put all that budget to a military and the Navy was born. And so America's first military force was the Navy and it was to fight Muslims. Yeah. So essentially, we've been fighting them for freaking ever. For and about like, two hundred years, yeah. So at that point, yeah, it, we've had an Islamic fear, quote unquote, of them. But like, I don't think that's influenced all of our games. I don't think. I definitely don't think Halo was influenced by that. I don't know. I'm, I'm starting to believe him. I'm actually. I'm starting to believe him. <laughs> I know. I know the first. The first. Uh, what are we? 15. The first 15 and a half minutes haven't really convinced me, but now that we're getting into the fact that like America's Islamophobic, maybe he's right, man. Halo's just uh, an anti-Muslim game, and uh, we're all just racist. Let's see more of his points. Yeah, we're just a bunch of racists. Turns out, religion can be a key element in propaganda campaigns designed to inflame fears through paranoia and ignorance. If your enemy doesn't believe in your god, well, they may as well be demons. Killing them is That's what the Muslims believe. Be good. Islamophobia, then, is the tool by which Americans and Europeans can use to justify imperialism in majority Muslim regions. Portrayals of the religion as violent, oppressive, Thank you for and censoring that picture. Conquest give way to a desire to occupy and civilize. In fact, the first overseas intervention of American forces was in North Africa during the Barbary Wars in 1801. Americans killing Muslims is a pretty old tale. Older still are the Crusades. To say all this conflict... That okay. wasn't Americans, though. Yeah, the Crusades were England, or Britain. It wasn't even Britain. I think it was, it was Britain. No, the Crusades were the Catholic Church yeah, and the Rome. Roman Catholic, which technically, yeah, you could. Oh, the, the Roman Catholics, Catholics yeah, and stuff like that. It was a, it was a coalition okay. of a coalition of countries. But agreed. they were also the the Crusades that people constantly bring up are the retaliatory Crusades, where the Islamic religion had taken over 
roughly 90% of Europe along the border of Italy and Spain and Portugal and such. And they were trying to push them out because they were impeding on their, their nations. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Uh, the the only thing I have to say really about this part is uh, the war in 1865. I am not educated on, so I have no point for or against him on that. I don't. I don't remember the the wars of 1865. I I don't think I've studied that yet. Bad enough. I have no opinion on. It. I've read a lot of war stuff just throughout history, but I. War has never been my thing that I like, so I just didn't care enough to study and memorize them. Right, and the the other things that he pointed out is, uh, yeah, I guess <laughs> that's that's my opinion. <laughs> let's let's right. we got we got we got uh, about thirty more minutes that we can do. Yeah, yeah we're getting I, close. Let's do this. Like hasn't had an impact on the culture and that this culture wouldn't influence Halo is a major stretch. Although, if I'm being honest, the influence of Islamophobia in Halo doesn't make a major presence until Halo 2. Released oh, of course. In 2004, three years after the 9-11 attacks in the See, I still meant this. And well over a year after the invasion of Iraq, Halo 2 could not help but be influenced by the major conflicts of its day. In Boom, Hamilton, told you. Covenant forces have finally pushed humanity all the way back to Earth. It is humanity's last stand. The Covenant blow past humanity's orbital defense grid and can begin their invasion anywhere they choose. They choose Mombasa, a Muslim-majority East African city. <coughs> New Mombasa. It's an arid climate. Buildings are made of... And how do we know that they're a Muslim-majority at this point in the future? He's going. He's going off the current time period, but yeah, yeah, exactly. How do you know in twenty five fifty two, not twenty uh, twenty twenty? I'm guessing is when he made this video. So how do you know yeah. in twenty five fifty two it's still Muslim? <laughs> like that's a what a call. Is his thought process? Is the pattern here is that we're in a Muslim country shooting aliens? Is that the thought process? Yeah, we're in the Muslim country shooting aliens, so clearly we're killing Muslims. Oh, my God. <laughs> I swear if that is the process of this. Oh, no. Oh. Let's, let's go on. Of a yellow stone. Can Aesthetically, it's typical of depictions of the Middle yeah. East as seen in films and other games. Oh, can you hear everything more else? Accurately and more no, I, I hear you. Setting, I'm going to hazard cool. a guess my and suggest that fighting in Mombasa was to evoke scenes from Black Hawk Down, a popular 2001 American uh, okay. war movie okay. set in Mogadishu, Somalia. Fighting I don't in see Mombasa how... consists of only two levels in the game, so admittedly, this setting is not a whole lot to go off of. Though, please consider some of the game's cut content. Originally, the alien... Oh, no. Have a... the it, it's cut. It's cut content. It was taken out because it didn't fit with the narrative. Why Why are we bringing that up? Yeah. If, if you're going to go into cut content... There's a cut content for Terminator 3 that has Arnold Schwarzenegger... As John Candy, who was the, uh, <laughs> oh my god, he was the basis for the T-800's uh, flesh suit. 
and okay. oh my god, is it an awful scene. Yeah, and it's not there. You know why? Because it didn't fit. Yeah, <laughs> It didn't fit what they were trying to tell. And so now all of a sudden he's like, oh yeah, this is not that big of a deal. You know, it's only two scenes, and I don't know how he brought Black Hawk Down into it, which Black Hawk Down is about the U.S. military uh, going to save uh, people in Africa who were being oppressed by the regime and being starved to death, essentially. And so we sent people in to save them. And he's like, ah, oh, reminiscent of Black Hawk Down. You know, clearly the anti-Muslim movement military campaign that we did. And what, what are you freaking talking about? And he's like, now he's like, yeah, and so, you know, it might not seem like a big deal, but let's look at some cut content that clearly the developer said, this doesn't fit the narrative that we want. Let's take it out of the game. Well, clearly it shows the racism. I think the uh, co- the co- uh, correlation there was actually if you when you go back a little bit, he shows a side by side comparison, which is of them driving the Jeep and there's a helicopter in the background. And then oh. there's, there's another scene on Earth and Halo. There's the same kind of scene, which is that they are in a Jeep through a desert road driving with a helicopter going down behind them. Yeah, so we're going was, back to the plagiarism a- arc. There's also a yes. down pelican in the background. Yeah, so we're, yeah. we're yeah, so we're going back to plagiarism. So not good plagiarism. <laughs> exactly. It was just like, this, <laughs> the is, arc- this, this yeah, is a Muslim I'm... state fear of, of, of fear right now by less showing the plagiarism of what took place in two different locations. <laughs> I, I'm so glad that the majority of this video has been plagiarism, instantly bad and not good writing. Because plagiarism. <laughs> even though plagiarism isn't a thing in the Halo universe. Right, yeah, even though there's not really been plagiarism, but he's determined, like James just pointed out, that if there's any shots that mirror shots in any other movie, it's a plagiarism. <laughs> yeah. Let's let's see this cut content. There's, there's, a, there's a warthog driving down the scene with a helicopter behind it? The same thing happened in Black Hawk Down. Halo's plagiarizing. <laughs> Let's see this guy content here. Was to be called Dervish. Dervish being a term hey, for Dervish. Muslims who take vows of material poverty. They oh, really? Fearful of direct references to Islam causing controversy. Similarly, during a coup d'etat within the Covenant, there was supposed to be a beheading scene. Again, this was cut for fears of it being too controversial and being linked to real-world events. For some reason, though, suicide well, bombs uh, were considered... I... Is that... Is that so, why? So, it, wait, well, my question is... Is if he's trying to say that it's it's a it's the Islamic State fe- or fear state, then wouldn't have they kept all that stuff in there if they were like, oh well, well, this is too reminiscent of what's going on in the real world, which means that they were at least semi conscious of the context and was yes. like, yes, I don't want to keep this in here because people are going to think that we're trying to do some sort of fear mongering thing. Dude, also, you're making well, a way better point than what I was just thinking about. I- I'm going to agree with you. Yeah. And the beheading scene that he's talking about was going to be beheading of the Arbiter. Mm. Which would have changed the game entirely, because then we wouldn't have the Arbiter. Yeah. Yes. No. So let's, <laughs> let's keep him alive. <laughs> okay, yeah, I, fair. I, I've seen that I've seen that cutscene and they're like, uh, we want to bring the Arbiter back and we're going to ensure that we can keep him here. So let's not add this scene and have him as a character throughout the game. 
yeah okay so yeah that changes the context for the whole the whole thing and like james was saying i i definitely um i'd have to agree uh that if if you really are intending to make something islamophobic why would you cut something that is highlighting the the brutality and the reason to hate islam unless you know you don't want that in your game yeah because you're not islamophobic and you don't want to portray something so gruel because you are sensitive to the fact that oh people may see it this way because of what recently took place so it's like it just makes sense to not put that in there because i'm not we're not trying to create a game that makes people think about this Dude, James, yeah. I think I, I think you're right about that whole thing. I I am a hundred percent with you on this. I think you're right. That was not the thought process I had, and I'm glad you did, because I'm happy to agree with you and be like, yeah, that just that just makes perfect freaking sense. <laughs> like that really makes perfect sense. Oh man! And oh, we cut the beheading scene because they beheaded the main character. That <laughs> as time went on, we realized we want a second main character, so we cut the beheading scene. Islamophobia. Yep, exactly. <laughs> Whoever created this video is a madman who didn't like Halo. He says he liked Halo, but he's a liar. No, he loved it. It's his favorite game ever. <laughs> By the way, the Halo symbol is the Jewish star. I don't know if you... Or Islam, sorry. No, the Islamic star. star. Yeah, yeah. Lot. I don't know if you knew that. <laughs> now that we're... Uh, Let's see how long we're almost three hours into this stream. So I just wanted to remind everybody that the halo symbol was the Islamic star. Jeez. <laughs> Cause it hasn't come up enough in this video. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All right. Well, let's see where he goes. Cause he's talking about suicide bombers right now. now. Yeah. Suicide bombers. <laughs> let's see. It's safe and were included in halo games from halo three onwards. Nevertheless, this cut content shows us that they did start to be mindful of the real-world implications of their game's themes. Showing this further, Halo 2 begins a process where some aliens begin to receive humanization. You actually end up playing as an alien for half the Hu- game. Wait, the game becomes- humaniz- humanization? <laughs> they humanized the Arbiter because, you know, you had to be, you had to be sympathetic to a character that you're going to be playing. Oh, so he's been humanized. Yes. So he's, they've he's, given him a personality and something that you can sympathize with him at, on. So it's it's not that the Covenant Civil War is a really good plot point that makes sense in the story that was written. It's the story was written because they wanted to humanize a Covenant member. No, so it's it's, it's the story inverse. Was written as. The story of Halo was written as escapism and as this giant space opera. And no, the author... no, it was about a bunch of bros. It was about a bunch of bros high-fiving and flexing muscles. That's the, the story Arbiter... of Halo. And the Arbiter was one character that they wanted to flesh out more and to have you sympathize with him. That's why you get to play as him throughout half of the game. So they they humanized him. Yeah. Okay, so they humanized him in order to uh, reduce the amount of... I'm confused why... I'm... I'm, Yeah, I'm really confused at the point he's making. Sorry. It was just really... It really just threw me off that he's like, now we're going to talk about the Covenant. Oh, by the way, they were humanized. As in, like, 
we're trying to reduce the amount of Islamophobia on the covenant because we started humanizing them. Like that's a, I don't only a particular few though. Okay, let's let's go on. Let's go on. Sorry. Sympathetic and wishes to show the perspective of those who have been indoctrinated in the faith of the covenant, and once they break mm-hmm. free from that indoctrination, are set about freeing their comrades as well. The prophets use you like they use me. Reject their lies. Rebel, or all your hives will perish. In other words, there are now good aliens who align themselves and fight alongside humanity against a shared enemy. From that point on, it's unclear what the beliefs the rebelling aliens have beyond destroying the Covenant. They go from being full of faith, and then their spirituality is ignored. They become like the humans who don't really mention any of their own religious beliefs. Okay, hold on, we gotta stop there. Okay, you're you're gonna have to back the video up like a couple seconds, but... The saying that we don't know what the aliens who defected want, that's wrong. We do. They defected because they don't want the entire all-sentient life to be wiped out by the halo arrays being activated. Because it kills all-sentient life in the galaxy. Well, technically Including themselves. Well, technically he did say, we don't know what the religious stance are, just like the humans. Which I actually disagree as well, because the religious stance of them hasn't technically changed. They just didn't agree with what the Covenant's doing, because they're like, well, we don't want to die doing whatever they're trying to do. But I think the religious belief is still technically the same. The religious belief is the uh, Forerunner had this technology that could lead them on a great journey. But to the, the afterlife. Yeah. That's what the prophets are keeping away from them. But then the Arbiter and a few other Sangheili find out what it is. Yeah. Find out what it is and they're like, no, we're not going to kill ourselves just so that way we can have this so-called great journey. No, we have have this technology that we can use to better ourselves and the rest of the galaxy. Mm -hmm. Yeah, we're we're not drinking the Kool-Aid. Yeah. Yeah, no, I, I can totally agree with that. And I was just thinking it was weird because, like, yeah, I get where you guys are coming from, but his his whole line of thought was literally just, we don't know what the human's religious standpoint of view is, and now we don't know what the select few of the ones that have broken away, the Sunheeli, what their religious standpoint of view is. And so, like, okay. now he's like, where is it? Where, where, what are they? It's like, that's not important anymore because I don't think their religious views – technically changed that much they went from a skewed point of view of being like we're gonna go on this great journey to being like we still believe that the forerunners are gods but uh we don't want to go die whatever your mission is yeah i thought the way he stated it was basically that we don't know what these rebels stand for no no no. if you rewind if you rewind a little bit he'll you'll hear, hear him say he does say religious point of view okay yeah i must have yeah i must have misheard my mistake so let's go right here and yeah. yeah, it was before this. In other words, there are now good aliens who align themselves and fight oh, no, you're right. humanity against a shared enemy. From that point on, it's unclear what the beliefs the rebelling aliens have beyond destroying the covenant. See, yeah, beliefs. What beliefs? That yeah. beliefs that doesn't necessarily have to do with religion. And that's yeah, why I was saying that... You are correct. That it doesn't the, have to necessarily do with religion, but everything else up to that point was about religion. But yes, absolutely. And that's why I'm saying uh, I disagree with him. We do know what their beliefs are, and their beliefs are 
We shouldn't all just freaking die. <laughs> yes, they, they definitely are not. It's pretty clear. <laughs> it's pretty which, clear. Which he did say. He said, oh, well, he doesn't say that they didn't want to die. He said, uh, we don't know what their beliefs are beyond destroying the covenant, which is like, okay, yes. Uh, but the reason for destroying the covenant now at this point is they don't want to die. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That, that's what I was trying to say. Yeah, that's what, yeah. Anyways, let's go. Let's go on. Let's see how far we can get into this in the next like ten minutes. Ten minutes. <laughs> yeah. And then their spirituality is ignored. They become like the humans who don't mm-hmm. really mention any of their own religious beliefs, and so seem atheistic or at least secular. So the only way the aliens really become good is to not have any religion or spirituality. The idea that abandoning spirit is a okay. Key to uh, or- actually, yeah, this was the part that I was getting at. It was because he said religious beliefs here. I guess it was really like. Well, no, they aren't atheists. Uh, again, they still believe in what they believe. They just don't want to die for the cause that the uh, prophets are telling them they should die for. Also, we don't know what the humans believe because, you know, we're fighting a war. Also, belie- yeah. Your beliefs aren't necessary to understand during the war because like, you're trying to, bring- to survive. Yeah, why do I need to bring religion into this? It's like, I just want to live, man. (laughs) We'll figure out the God state afterwards. But I mean, honestly, there are a few of them that we do know their religious belief. We know some of them are Christian. We know some of them are Islamic, actually. We actually know some of them are atheists. But like, the humans have a huge variety of uh, religious beliefs in the Halo lore. So like, him being like, we don't know what their religious standpoint of view is. It's like, we actually do... You just refuse to acknowledge it because there's there's one character that talks about prayer beads. And it's like, okay. Well, so, that would be Buddhism. Yeah. And it's like, so we know, like, we know that they have their own religions. They just don't go about talking about it like the aliens do. They're not like, yes, the great journey or yes, Buddha or yes, Christ. No, they're, they don't do any of that because they're in, they're in war. It's not necessary to talk about what religious faith you have. You pray to whatever gods you have right before you die. It seems to be their whole. Uh, their whole thought process, like most people in the military. Yeah, yep. my my simple argument for dismissing his statement is humanity has multiple religions, but yep. when we go to fight something that is a common enemy, we don't bring it into the fold. Yeah, we don't talk about it because again, it's war. Why? It's why, war, why, why and we're defending our lives. Like, and as long as we stand. After we're done, then you go back to your religion. But during it, it's all about defending our lives. The simplest case of it is actually if we look at World War II, where we all get band together, a whole bunch of different people with a whole bunch mm-hmm. of different religious beliefs. We band together to go fight one man who did fight on a on a religious standpoint of view as well as thinking that God ordained, you know, the blonde hair, blue eyed Aryan race to be these angelic creatures. He stood on a religious crazy fanatical religious point of view but his whole reason for going to war was kind of religious i'm, so, I'm like, confused i'm really confused i thought we were just a bunch of bros a bunch of I'm atheist about, bros i'm talking about hitler we're not part of the military all right so chill out no, <laughs> no no our soldiers our soldiers uh all of the united front of the allies they're all just a bunch of like <laughs> atheistic bros hanging yeah. out but see that's the thing it's like they were fighting, and it's like their religious point of view was one-sided. Just like if we look at Halo, the religious point of view was one-sided because it was unnecessary for the other side to talk about the religious point of view because it was, hey, let's survive and stop this tyrannical rulers. 
that are yeah. coming in and trying to invade. It, what our stance it doesn't matter at all because that guy's just trying to kill us all. It doesn't matter what our religious belief is. So, like, yeah, no, dude, dude, this video is awful, and I can't believe we weren't able. I hope I was hoping we could finish it, but holy crap, he has been so wrong so many times. <laughs> <laughs> We weren't able to get through this video. Let's go a little further, if that's possible. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Improvement is quite dismissive. Being an atheist or supporting secularism doesn't make one a better person in and of itself, nor does the adoption of either across society as a whole guarantee any sort of progress in and of itself. But I'm not entirely convinced that's exactly what's going on here anyway. If you recall, Halo loves itself some Christian imagery, going as far as to name its main character John 117, a potential reference to the book of John chapter 1 verse 17. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. A verse that... What? <laughs> what? Oh, how, does that, how does that verse actually apply to any of this? John 117. John 117, bro. John yeah, how, does that, how does that apply? John, John 117. I'm so confused. How does that verse apply to any of the plot points of Halo? I John's don't know. Name. John's name and his number is John 117. And then when we look at the whole context, we re- rewind a little bit and he reads what the verse says. He's trying to make the correlation of it being like John is the law or some kind of crap where he's the one savior. Yeah. Okay, look, there it is. For the law was given by Moses, but grace and truth came by Jesus Christ. So essentially, is he trying to say the correlation is that John is the quote unquote Jesus Christ coming to give grace and truth, or is he <laughs> he's a law coming down? <laughs> he killed regret and he killed truth. truth. Yep. <laughs> thing is, thing is, you can also read John one one seven John eleven seven, and that yeah. one still yes. doesn't even make any sense because it says. Yeah. And then he said to his disciples, let us go back to Judea. There you go. Yeah. So 117 could either be this verse or the verse you just read. Neither of them add up. Yep. Neither of them. He's just, he's just trying to find, is what's that, what's that grasping for straw? Yes, that's exactly what it's grasping at straws. Exactly. <laughs> this makes no sense. I don't understand how on earth you brought in this Bible verse to be like, look, it's clearly all intentionally Christian imagery. No, Sh- sure, sure, freaking sure. Spartan one one seven exists. <laughs> yeah, John, who is Spartan one one seven, is clearly. How often do they call him John one one seven? Don't they uh, in, in the games? No, it's Master Chief. Yeah, it's Master Chief. But th- I thought someone called him 117 at one point. Uh, his squad mates. Maybe in a book? I don't... I don't. No, none of the games do they say 117. They say, oh, look, it's a Spartan. Or, oh, Master Chief. Or, <laughs> like, John. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, there's, never, like <laughs> there's never... A, there's never a... Let's list out your designation. It's just that in the books and in the lore, we're taught his designation is Spartan 117. Spartan 117, yeah. Yeah, there, it's never brought up in any of the games. 
Okay. Yeah, I, move I, on. I, I didn't move remember, on. I didn't remember if they did or not. I was just like, I know that I know his name because this of is some freaking stupid. <laughs> this this whole what? How far are we? Twenty minute. Twenty minutes. This is twenty minutes of stupidity. <laughs> All right. Well, let's get through this last little bit. To the Book of John, chapter one, verse seventeen. For oh, jeez, you don't know what you're talking about, bro. And truth came by Jesus Christ. A verse that, according to this website, is intended to show the difference between the teachings of Moses and Jesus. That Mm -hmm, Moses taught the law, which told people of sin and what was wrong. Jesus, on the other hand, provides a path of redemption and fixing what was wrong. With that said, is it possible that the humans aren't secular or atheist at all? Is it possible that the rebelling aliens are only good because they redeemed themselves in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ? The rebelling aliens are good because they redeem themselves. Y- well, he's yeah. asking the question: Is it possible that they redeem themselves under the under whatever? the law of Christianity? Yeah, apparently. No, no, <laughs> no. They're good. They're good because they stopped killing humans and said, "Hey, we'll fight the covenant with you." That's why they're good. It's real simple. It's re- Halo's story is actually really. <laughs> Did you? Oh, you didn't. Mute, you didn't mute us for that picture. Okay. Halo's story is really, really simple. Okay, I'll explain it in like ten seconds. All right. So, humans find an ancient artifact. Aliens try to kill them while they're there. They blow up the artifact. Aliens attack Earth. Some of them, because they started an infighting civil war, some of them decide to join the humanity to fight the aliens then at the end of the day they defeat the aliens and blow up all the super weapons that kill the world halo yeah that's 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 the whole plot (laughs) yeah that's about right (laughs) there you go that's it what the crap this guy's talking about no (laughs) yeah whatever he's actually going on about like i that's been my question this whole time is what are you going on about man (laughs) like you know what? In all honesty, we could have gone back in time. Let's go back in time now to about three hours ago when we <laughs> sat down. We could have all talked to each other and been like, ha ha, it's so great that we're sitting down to do a live stream and been like, hey, let's start this stream and be like, uh, the answer to your question is no. And then just gone to bed. <laughs> we could have just gone to bed right then. We didn't have to do this crap because the answer is no. <laughs> Well, maybe he'll make some really good points along the way because you. I will say we've all answered the questions, and then he's come back and been like, "But I'm probably wrong," or no, he hasn't said I'm probably wrong. He's like, "No, this it's not what it is." But he's like, "There could be. There's an argument for it." He's like, "There's not I really." It. I have a sneaking suspicion that that last part right there that's mm-hmm. blocked yeah. off from the from this, which is called Orientalism evolved, um, and he's not gotten into Orientalism. At all? Whoa! Yeah, no. Hmm. Yeah, we're almost done with this part too. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. What What are we in now? Uh. Oh, Orientalism in... evolved. Okay. Yeah, and then and we have one. Up... We have one section after this. Yeah, he's not brought up Orientalism at all. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh man. Okay. No. Let's Dude, let's go. Come on, we can finish this. We can finish this before I need to go to bed. We We've got to. All right.
And so is the Human Covenant War a story of a Christian-Muslim conflict that can only oh, be God. through destruction or conversion? Oh God, I'm not going to make you pause. But yeah, I know, it's just so terrible. ...isn't subtle. Halo is an amalgamation of references put together like Legos to build a story. A I agree, Halo's not subtle. <laughs> now just keep going. Just keep going, it's just so bad, it's so freaking bad. ...too ambitious for its writers. Why are you showing this? <laughs> this has no context. To what Every time saying. he cuts it to a clip, there's no context that answers his statements. All of the baggage that goes with them. Without a truly eye, Halo was allowed to be swept away by forces of cultural hegemony. Humanity in Halo is supposed to be secular, but due to the references they make and the environment in what? which the game Why? is produced, humanity seems to lean towards Christianity. No! You've already described- How? Oh! No! There are multiple religions within the Halo universe! Exactly! Multiple. Exactly! Th there's there's no really- There's secular religion within Halo! Everybody has their own personal religions! They can be atheistic, they can be Christian, they can be Muslim, they can be Jewish, Ju bleh, Jewish Buddhist, Taoist, what have you! Yeah, like, Halo's never cared about what their religion for the humans mm -hmm. are because they didn't, it wasn't necessary. Right, because the point of the story is that humanity bands together to save itself from an outside threat. Yep, and that's all it's been. And so it's like, you as the player, you as the reader, it doesn't matter what medium you take it in as, you Why? get to whatever religious belief you freaking want because they made it ambiguous like that where it's like, well, we're humans. So humans always have had a religious belief in point. So like, of course, it's got to yeah. be like you know based off of a certain thing. So you tell them, I don't, I don't know. You you just immediately inherently believe what you wish about upon the humans there because there's no need to for you to actually be told what they are. Why? Why would there need to be any religion at all? Well, because naturally point... humans are gonna new, humans are gonna naturally want religion. But that's why sure. they made it ambiguous. Sure, they made exactly. It you put it and, anywhere you want. Yeah, and the ambiguity that you're talking about is perfect because yeah. anybody who plays the game can can project the religion yep. that they want on humanity because humanity never shows shows signs of any religion. And apparently, this guy played the games and he projected Islamophobia. <laughs> As the religion of the world. <laughs> no, not just the world. The human galaxy. Because we've taken over how many galaxies? Oh, right. All, all the other players, too. Yeah. Dude, this is so bad. Oh, my God. This is so bad. Go on. Let's watch more. He, he's all not right. back yet. Oh, he's back. Never mind. <laughs> more importantly, it commemorates the man who gave the world faith. What video are we watching? Who made mankind believe again? Master what is this? Officer John one seventeen. Same video. Yeah, but no, like that that last Wait, clip, clip that it? yeah that clip know. had nothing to do with official Halo at all. Yeah, that little that clip was. there had nothing to do with Halo in in any way. Uh, it wasn't 
commentary from any of the developers that wasn't uh, promotional maybe. material. That was literally just something he picked. That was weird. Maybe it was a book, an audio, and he just had a picture with it? Possibly. I, I don't know where I, that's from. Yeah, I don't no, know that was from either. I, yeah, I that, that wasn't even Fox News. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm assuming it was a book because I, I don't know any other medium that that would have been from where the voice would have sounded like that without it being like a documentary or a book. Yeah, anyways, go on. Sorry. This is weird. Now, this I know from promotional yeah. material. Yeah, hope. Oh, believe. Sorry, yeah, believe. It was the believe ads. Colonel, this is Noble One. There are no rebels. The Covenant are on reach. Acknowledge. Come again, Noble One. Did you say Covenant? What? What does this have to do with anything? What's a contingency? May God help us all. The government in Halo is the United Nations. This hints that the UN of our world... Wait, pause. In- They're all... The, Halo, according to him, all of the humanity is atheistic. But also Christian, secular Christians at the same time. That may, okay, yeah, alright, go on. I just, I just wanted to make sure that we're on the same page that they're atheist oh no as you said you're you're right he was claiming they're all secularist christians <laughs> not atheists they're christians but they're also secular yeah so, okay and yeah now he's bringing up the un which yeah. i've done before yeah, let's see where so, he goes with this. Yeah, let's let's move forward. I don't know if there's really any arguments left to address because we've addressed everything that's been brought up so de- in depth that I don't think there's anything he can mention that we haven't already uh, touched on. We'll see. Yeah, federal to facilitate space colonization, but due to Halo being an American game made by Americans, largely for an American audience, it mm-hmm. just looks and feels like a space America, a space America fighting a war <laughs> against the religious. And sure, in Halo, humanity is defending itself from genocide in a war against an extremely powerful and mm-hmm. technologically yeah. advanced empire, whereas America fights wars against loose insurgent groups for resources and exploitation but is the former not the propaganda it uses to justify doing so no (laughs) oh my goodness oh my goodness no 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 to what sir no to what halo is not propaganda halo is just a space opera (laughs) no well hold on no he's saying in the universe of halo from my understanding of what he was just saying, he was saying in the universe of Halo, they use propaganda. I, I, I might be wrong, actually, because he was saying that, um, no, no, I think you're right, that Halo is propaganda to give us, the American culture, a reason to fight wars. So I think but, you're right on that. But um, Halo doesn't glorify war at all. Uh, back it up 10 seconds because isn't he right isn't he right in this last statement back it up 10 seconds isn't he right about this 
looks and feels like a space America, a space America fighting a war against not that part, <laughs> not that part. In Halo, humanity is defending itself from genocide in a war against an extremely powerful and technologically advanced empire, whereas America fights wars against loose insurgent groups for resources and exploitation. But is the former not the propaganda it uses to justify doing so? The United States there. loves portray right. Isn't Is the former just propaganda for doing so? D doing, for doing what, what the latter does. So essentially, doesn't America just use that same kind of idea that Halo is, where we're fighting against the big baddie as propaganda to get people to go to uh, to go to war and help us and you know join the military? Yeah, I to go to war. I, I don't. I disagree. No. I, I disagree to an extent. Like, yes, America has propaganda, just like every other country has propaganda. But to signify and solo out America as the only ones to be doing this is mad. No, every, every country has propaganda. But on this point, I'm actually going to say I side with the view, the, the video maker. Like, yes, we can. I can I can honestly agree with that, too. But like to bring Halo into this and be like, that's what's going on is no, no, no. Yes, America has done that. America does do stuff like that. Halo has nothing to do with America, and it's not propaganda of any sort, even to help America. And it's like, and no, it's not. It was space made America. by Americans. Yeah, for Americans. It's not space America. It's no, America. not for Americans, for the world, because it was sold in multiple countries. But is it not propaganda to go fight war against Islam? Because it sounds like it to me. <laughs> Definitely not. The, the no, more I've watched this video, the more it seems like, yeah. Halo's propaganda to fight Islam. Oh yeah, definitely God. not. No. Definitely not. No. <laughs> no. Itself but let's underdog, but set on all sides by enemies. What Halo does is continue the fantasy world that supports American imperialism. Exactly. So, what do you think of this? It's supporting American imperialism. Why is this here again? <laughs> third time. Third, third time's the charm. This is it. This is going to be the one that makes the most sense. It's the last. It's, it's got to be the last time. Breaks, right? These are the <laughs> yeah. <scene> breaks. <laughs> yeah, yeah. These are the chapter breaks. Yeah, of the of the show. Because look, yeah, we're about to we're about to end the uh, Orientalism. Or, 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 yeah, which we still haven't talked about. We haven't even talked about Orientalism. <laughs> Okay, yeah, let's see. Okay, so Jekyll shows up. The Jekyll shows up. What? Their what is this? Personality revolves around some normie interest like Marvel movies. They get angry when you insult their favorite <laughs> oh, series. God. They want to kill Halo Man because one time when he invaded a planet, he landed his ship on one of their farms. They are an oppressed people. Sure, they yeah. exist to serve as easy cannon fodder for the plot to make Halo Man seem like a righteous soldier for killing the ugly foreigners. Mm -hmm. For the fun. Once again, all that made no sense. Three, all three are oppressed. <laughs> all three are oppressed. Uh, I, I, I don't know what you mean by oppressed. 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 All three are oppressed. What do you mean yeah, by that? Every, every single break. one that he, every single break, it has ended with them all being oppressed. Oh, the yeah. covenant. Yeah. The covenant are oppressed. It, oh, jeez. Yeah, game, you're right. You're if right. You look at the he... game, they're the oppressors. 
Yeah, but you're right. He's he's done all three times that he's shown uh, the quote unquote normie. The first one was a flood that was like, oh, that's that's gross. But like, I don't know anything about Halo, and they seem stupid. And the second one was like, oh, those seem like they're oppressed uh, fanaticists. And the third one was like, oh, they're oppressed so that the power fantasy can happen. Yeah. <laughs> oh, jeez. I don't even have anything to say on that one just because it's so bad. Yeah, <laughs> I just Dude, wanted to is... point that out. I yeah, no, this... wanted to point that out. This video yeah, is getting worse as it goes on. What's this last chapter that we're in? The cycle of propaganda. Okay, oh, cool. No. Let's do All this. Right. Let's do this. Let's finish this crap. I will ponder the ah! and its similarities to the... Already. Already. <laughs> Dude, Halo! Yep. Halo is just the Islamic star. <sighs> this is just... Yeah, this is just I'm terrible. losing! <laughs> but remember, remember that Halo is the Islamic star as long as you flip it in reverse and stretch it out. <laughs> I am losing my mind. This is the fourth time. He really wants to shove it down our throat. No, I is he, don't think is they he were intended to look one? similar. I do think it is coincidence. I think that. Oh, finally, finally, he says that it is just coincidence. Yeah, isn't that? Is it? He said, like, they might not actually be similar. I think it might just be coincidence. After 30 minutes, he solidifies it as being just coincidence. After 30 minutes, it's like, it actually just might, it just might be coincidence that I, you know, that I, that I flipped it sideways and I mirrored the image and stretched it out to make it look like the Halo star. It, It might just be coincidence. Continue. Continue. Let's finish, finish this crap. Reveal that the Halo rings are weapons of galactic destruction. The part that's broken off of the Halo is likely intended to foreshadow the destruction of the Halo ring by the player at the end of Combat Evolved. More to my ultimate what? Point, though, I don't really think it matters. He brought up the point that you made earlier, Austin. Oh, oh, the fact that the the ring, the the symbol of Halo, is broken. Yeah. Right. No, and he's actually he's wrong. It's not that it foreshadows the end of it. It's what I said, you know, three hours ago. Yeah. Uh, that the the ring was already destroyed when they went into marketing, uh, and then they changed that in the middle of development. Yeah. Okay. Cool. Yeah. If it was intended to or not, is Halo Islamophobic? Maybe. Yeah. Insofar as our society is geared towards Islamophobia as a tool for oh my wars, god, sure. is oh my Halo god, fascist. Fuck yeah, it is. What? <laughs> what? Dude, I think I, I, honestly, I think we've addressed this enough throughout the video that we don't have to respond here. Yeah, I just have this thing to say. He's not just a regular moron. He's the product of the greatest minds of a generation, working together with the express purpose of building the dumbest moron who ever lived. Oh, that's a little mean. 
No. Okay. No, yes. Yeah. Yes. That was a little mean. That was that was a little bit mean. Wait, James, you don't think so? You don't think that was a little mean? No, no. In this situation, this man has gone out of his way to stretch and pull and like do what humans do and find patterns that don't exist because you know what? We're stupid creatures and he just wanted to show how stupid of a creature he is. So yeah, I don't think that was me. Alright, fair enough. Fair enough. Let's go on. Let's go on. Let's finish this. Just as fascist as the world we live in today. What? We live in a fascist world right now? No, we live in a very, very liberal world. He just he just said that it's just as Halo, this whole picture that he's painted of what Halo is like is mirrored of how fascist the world currently is. And this was... This is before. This is uh, this is 2020. This is before Joe Biden. This is like seven months ago. So this is before Joe Biden was elected. So uh, uh, Donald Trump was still president, and he's saying that this mirrors just how fascist the world is now. I think he's generalizing the whole world, though. Yeah, the the world. He's saying this is how fascist the world is right now. That's pretty extreme. If we're if we're gonna take having, into okay, I'm just saying okay for the sake of argument, let's say everything he said is right, even though I know we've taken like freaking three and a half hours to to dispute him. Yeah. Let's say he was right, a hundred percent right, and then we get to this point, and it's just as fascist as the world is now. Now I have disagreements with you, sir. <laughs> like no, yeah. no. If you're right, and that Halo is this really fascist place, no, we're not as fascist. As the world you're trying to paint a picture of is. And, you know, having traveled outside the United States and seen the world, I can tell you we have life very good here. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Even better than our two bordering states, if you want to stay local. Like, like the United States is better than the rest of America. When yeah. it comes to fascism, Canada is way more fascist, and uh, Mexico, uh, I don't know if Mexico is necessarily more fascist, but they're definitely uh, run more by gangs than they are by their own government. Yeah, we, uh, Americans need to travel outside the United States to see how the rest of the world is, to understand how good they have it. No, this this guy needs to. <laughs> this yeah, this guy needs to go somewhere. He needs. He should go to Jamaica. Jamaica's great. I love Jamaica. He should go to Jamaica and see how they're doing over there, though. And and then maybe he'll have a better idea of how America is because like Jamaica is awesome. Well, it depends uh, if he goes on the tourist part, tourism part of Jamaica because then he's gonna be like, this is an amazing country. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, exactly. I've been I've been to Jamaica and it's great. It's great, but you'll realize real quick that it's not America. Yep. <laughs> it's not any, the US. Anybody that goes outside the United States, don't go on a tour. Go yeah, into no. the spots that are not tourist zones. Yeah. Then you will see the real countries that you go to and they're yeah. not pretty sites. And, you know, and maybe I'm lucky that way because every time I've been out of the country um doing tourism 
whenever my family gets to the location, the first thing we do is we go outside of the tourist location. Uh, like that's 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 generally our idea. Like um, when we went to uh, Belize, that's that's my easiest go to. We went to Belize. We landed at the port. Everything was great, and we were like, "Hey, let's just go downtown." And so we had to travel like 20, 30 minutes away from the port to get to the actual country of Belize, not just the tourist section. And and we went through Belize. And it's like you learn real quick what the country's actually like if you travel to the heart of the country instead of the port, you know, or the airstrip. You know, you got you gotta travel at least a good twenty, thirty minutes into a country uh to to realize what's really going on there. Yeah. The only country that I can say that was really nice to visit was Hong Kong. Hong Kong was great. And this was before the uh the incident. The riots. Yeah. Yeah, I feel you. But anyway, so this this dude's this dude's crazy is what the point of this pause was. Is this yeah, guy's insane. He doesn't know what he's talking about. Yeah, he we got three minutes left of this drivel. Let's do Dude, it. let's finish it. Let's finish it right now, because I want to go to bed. Come on, finish it. Thing about it all is how accidental it all seems. Sure, in this video, I've arranged information in a more focused way to support arguments, but. <laughs> <laughs> Oh my god, I, I've arranged this in a way to present more instrumental arguments. No, you haven't. You haven't presented any good arguments. What are you talking about? Oh my god. Yeah. <laughs> this guy's insane. Oh my god. I can't believe he has more subscribers than me, to be completely Where honest. Yeah, I can't believe it. Because this dude has uh, nearly 800 subscribers. That's 800 people who are like, I can understand where he's coming from. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's James. Oh, I don't want to be mean. I really don't. Wanna, I'm going to be nice. I'm going to be yeah. nice. I'm not going to say what I was going to say. I didn't say anything mean. <laughs> so, I, so I was about to be mean. Attack, attack the ideas. Don't attack the person. Oh, yeah. No, I'm not going to attack him this time. I already said my piece. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. I'm trying. And I'm. Yeah, I'm having a struggle with that. But yes, attack the ideas, not the person. Yeah, no. I'm just and I think that's what we've done. Agree with him. They totally agree with him, and that's their own prerogative. I thought he presented a very <laughs> interesting arguments through very interesting arguments throughout this. <laughs> they agree yeah, with yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. That's a good way to put it. Interesting. They are very interesting. Interesting <laughs> argument. Yeah, he's presented right. an interesting three argument minutes. this whole time. Three, three minutes. Three minutes. Three minutes. Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. How you experience playing the game. All of these elements are doled out over the runtime of several first-person shooters that each take anywhere between 8 and 12 hours to complete. Halo may not be subtle, but cultural hegemony is. The dominant culture in America. Hey, actually, have a question. Is... This has nothing to do with what he's actually talking about. I was just noticing that he was getting the kill streaks. Uh, is that a thing in the game? Uh, like... If you're playing with score mode, yes. Okay, I didn't. I I never saw that. I was like, I don't remember playing the game and getting that on my stream. Yeah, no. Okay. If you play with score mode, uh, it counts the uh, kill streaks. Okay, yeah, James. Cool. Uh, James, you and I. Uh, we're playing before they introduced that. Okay. We, you and I have been playing Halo uh, since it was released, not this new version. 
No, 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 no. That was in the original. No, it's not. I can show you that it was because I've no. That was Halo Two. You have the footage. The footage he showed was Halo Two, and that was that was the um, mission where you go over the the bridge. And yeah. uh there yeah, Halo three was the first one to have score mode. Halo one That's and two right. don't. Yep. yep. Yeah, exactly. And so James and I have been playing since Halo One was released. <clears throat> so he's unfamiliar with it. I'm only familiar with it because I'm fanatic about Halo. Yeah, you where kept James playing, is I not. moved on. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. James is not. James is fanatic about Fable, and I'm fanatic about Halo. Wait, so he knows to hurry up and come out. <laughs> yeah, he knows more about the Fable series and all of its remakes and crap like that. And I know everything there is about Halo and all of its remakes and crap. Yeah. Yeah. So oh, yeah, no, James, you've you've never played Halo where there's a score multiplier in single player. Yeah, no, that that just threw me off. I was like, oh, what's happening right now? <laughs> yeah. Okay. Jeez, this picture. Holy crap, that picture. Ah, <laughs> oh, poor kids getting indoctrinated. The perspective from which we will view the world. Unless, of course, one realizes this and pays a special mind to critically think things through. And even then, you're likely to have some blind spots. Halo reveals a cycle of culture around us influences the art created within it. When we create art, that art takes its influences further and adds to the background noise of our society. Background noise that goes on to influence future works. On and on. I believe mm-hmm. Halo is intended to be interpreted as I interpreted it towards the beginning of the video. As harsh criticism of religious fundamentalism that clouds judgments and leads down dark paths. A criticism that could ring true for yeah, maybe. Yeah. as well as Islam. But, being the game it is, made by the people it was made by, for the audience it was made for, it ends up with material from pop culture and familiar religious concepts. So, he's... I... <sighs> I'm trying to... I'm trying to find the right words. Made <laughs> the... the... Even though it's, he's basically saying that even though it wasn't intended to be this way, it, it is made this, this way. way because it was made by Americans for Americans yeah. in America. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Okay. It's like so it might not have been intended to be what it is, but it is what it is, and oh you should god. accept that. Oh my god! Yeah. No, he. Well, it can't be, oh my god, because humanity is is secularist. They're they're all secular. Secular. He's saying... Yeah, they're all secular, yeah. He's saying that the creators had a subconscious bias. Yeah, they're racist. Yeah. Oh my god. Yeah, this is all... Dude, this is all being broken down as as critical race theory. That's... I pointed that out a few hours ago. Yeah, (laughs) it is totally Islamic phobia... But it's subconscious. Yes, it's um, it's it's subconscious bias. He's he's framing this whole thing as subconscious bias. These then go on to influence Halo so that it reinforces a view of only the wrong type of religious fanaticism being bad. A mistake that ends up making Halo a bitter irony. That well, hold on. Can we pause there? It he said it paints only the wrong type. Of religious fat fanaticism as being bad, I don't see that. I think it paints all 
religious fanaticism is bad. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I, don't not, wrong, I don't know what a good type of fan, uh, uh, religious fanaticism would be. Yeah, exa- exactly, James. What would a, a good religious fanaticism? Is that a thing? Like, yeah. I, Oh, thank God for the fanatic Catholics that are wiping out the countryside. Oh, thank God for the fanatic I- Islamists that are bombing the the troops in the country. Like what? It, what? <laughs> like what, there's what, okay. Let's let's play devil's advocate. What would be a good religious fanaticism? Like, would it be religious fanaticism to be like super uh, into whatever you're doing, but not actually kill people? If he's talking about fanaticism, you do eventually get to the point, right? That you're you're killing people because they disagree. Ooh, yeah, uh, no, fanaticism, fanaticism. Fanaticism is taking things to its extreme. So, if you want to have a good religion, the best thing to do is not to take it to the extreme. That's why Christianity and Judaism have had reformations. Then wait, what about Buddhists? Okay, let's say they have you have a, a fanatical Buddhist. Their their whole mantra and stuff does not involve anything to do with killing other people. But their whole <laughs> mantra is also against fanaticism. How how do you I don't understand. Maybe I just don't understand. Can you throw a meme here? <laughs> can you hear me? Now we uh, can. Now we can. Okay. So Religious fanaticism, as defined by Wikipedia. Oh God! So don't use that. Why didn't you look up in the Meridian? <laughs> oh, okay. What should I? What should I do? Like Webster's, just an actual dictionary. <laughs> Webster's. Okay, hold on. <clears throat> well, that happens. I, I, I guess I was just more or less curious as to, like, is it possible to be fanatic without killing? Because, like, I'm just trying to think of examples of fanaticism that hasn't led to, which I'm not saying you guys aren't wrong. I'm just trying to think of one that hasn't led to killing. If there is a possibility to have someone who's a fanatic without them murdering someone, well, more specifically, religiously fanatic, because people can be fanatic so... about people without killing someone. I have so, a de- definition of fanatic. Right, go. go. So, re- uh, religious fanatic isn't something that can be defined because religious is just a additive to fanatic. So, yeah. fanatic, though, as defined, is <clears throat> disapproving. Oh, holy crap. What just happened here? <laughs> I thought that was it. Disapproving. I read, I read disapproving, and then all of a sudden, a bunch of stuff happened. Uh, anyways, disapproving. A person exhibiting ex- excessive enthusiasm and intense, uh, uncritical devotion toward some controversial matter. Okay. So in, a, theori- in theoretical sense, they that you don't have to be a killer to be fanatic. Right, uh, a but, religious fanatic is an extremist. Okay. The second definition is a person who is extremely enthusiastic about and devoted to some interest or activity. 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Because I've heard people been like, yeah, I'm a um, I'm a surf fanatic or I'm a this type of fanatic. And it's like, that doesn't mean they go out and do some crazy-ass stupid crap to people. That just simply means that they are super into whatever they're doing. Yeah, and the final, the final, the third definition of fanatic is marked by excessive enthusiasm and often intense, uncritical devotion. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. That, that, that kind of answers my question in the sense of like, can there be someone who's a fanatic without being a murderer? And so, yes, there's definitely that answer. Absolutely. Can, can you be a religious fanatic without being a murderer? I still think you can. Absolutely. Is, that, is it something that happens? I don't normally see that as a thing that happens. Mm, typically, no. If you're a yeah. religious fanatic, you go to the most extreme of your religion. Though with Buddhists, it would be giving up everything yeah like everything including the clothes that you wear in the temple see there you have a a moment of religious fanaticism that doesn't involve murdering a bunch of people that's why i was saying buddhists because i'm like i don't think buddhists would kill anybody even if they were fantastic yeah 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 Yeah, a fanatic doesn't mean that you kill someone it it just means that you take your religious beliefs a pretty extreme i think that'd be the best way to which yeah. I think that's the problem with the, when you look at Christianity, the people that are super fanatical about it is like because in the Old Testament there are people stoning people and doing something. Yeah, that's, that's different. Why you have the that's New not Testament. Christian. <laughs> exactly, exactly. the The Old Testament is when they were stoning people, and then the New Testament set a whole new precedent for law, and the people that got stoned during the New Testament, they got stoned by people who were like. F this new way of doing things. We're doing it the old way. Yeah, see, and that's just, that's maddening. It's the same. It's kind of maddening to me with with the Islamic uh, states and stuff like that. Like, we can go back and forth about all these things, but it's like, well, Christians and is Christ, well, Catholicism and Christianity and Islam have all three been way, way too crazy types of people. Like on absolutely. Different and it's like, yeah. oh man, you guys put a bad name on all religion. All Christianity, Christianity and Judaism and Catholicism are the only re- religions uh, of the Abrahamic religions that have actually had a reformation. Islam hasn't yet. That's a good yeah. point, too. Yeah, you're right. They've, they've all had a, a, a essentially a New Testament. They've all had it. Yeah. And hopefully Islamic will at some point, like, because that'd be nice for us to all just get along peacefully and just have our own personal religious beliefs. That'd be cool. <sighs> I agree. Yeah. yeah. Dude, let's finish this because, like, yeah, I needed to go to bed, got, like, ten minutes ago. It's got, oh, yeah. it's got two minutes left, so let's go. To criticize religious fanaticism, it actually reinforces it. I guess, Oh God. Halo can be seen as an example that it doesn't matter what you intend. It matters more what you do. Halo isn't supposed to be about fascists who use fear of an all-powerful foreign religious crusade in order to wage war, but it is. That That's what you're going to leave off on? I hope you enjoyed watching this video. It was a lot of hard work to make, but also a lot of fun. That's what you're going to consider supporting me and the work I do through <gasps> likes, comments, shares, subscriptions, okay. and oh, he's got a Patreon. Patreon. Speaking of which, I'd like to say thank you to my Patreon wow. members, 
Aracobia, that's Thomas. What, that's what it is. It's not, it's not intended to be this, but it is. Bye! <laughs> Give me money! <laughs> alright, alright, we're done. Yeah. yeah. Hold on. Wow. Alright, wow. so we will see you all later. It is late. We need to go to bed. Yeah, can yeah. we... Yeah, can we play an outro song as we all as we all leave? <laughs> Cause uh, that, that was so ridiculously bad. <laughs> oh man! Yeah, I'll send you one. Thing. I'll send you an outro song. I, I got one. I got one. You know what, though, Cyric? This has been fun. So I I would love to come back anytime you ever have another one, if I can. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> hopefully it won't be as stupid. <laughs> Oh no, I'm totally fine with the video. That was honestly, that was probably the highlight of my day. That video, like as much, <laughs> as much crap as I gave it, like I honestly enjoyed every bit of that video. That was ridiculous, and I I could probably oh jeez, it. It, it was crazy. <laughs> it was that was crazy. I was the fact that it ended on like they might not have intended it, but it is bye. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, that ending was beautiful. <laughs> Just all right, done. <laughs> oh jeez, all right, man. Uh, it's it's dude. It's been a lot of fun. Uh yeah, let's definitely do this again. Yeah, uh, James, I'm so glad that you want to come back for another. <laughs> yeah, that was a lot of fun. Yeah, we gotta find a good. We gotta find another good video. Uh, between now and the next time, we should all try and uh, find something else to watch. Yeah, <laughs> I I do have an idea for our next video, but I don't know if it'd be worth it. Oh, it probably will, considering we took 27 minutes to go. A 27 minute video <laughs> took, took four, four hours. hours. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, but uh, yeah, let's. I'm, I, I'm gonna get out of here. All right. <laughs> All right. Uh, you have a good night, mate. Good night. Let me. I'm sending this to you now, bro.
Something 